What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 82, conspiracy episode 14 of the No Mercy podcast. Uh, covered a lot of ground on this one today, but we touched on the much-awaited, much controversial, much-anticipated Kobe Bryant conspiracy theory. Uh, very interesting conversation. Brought up some stuff that some of you definitely aren't aware of. Uh, I know it's a touchy subject, so I wanted to wait a week or two before we dropped it so everyone could come off the emotional low of uh, Kobe's passing and it wouldn't look look bad to drop it. But we got to get it out soon. It's what we do. It's called No Mercy for a reason. We have to come out. We have to talk about the shit that's tough to talk about. If we could talk about pedophilia and all that kind of stuff, we could talk about Kobe Bryant and some of the weird shit that went on around it. So I think you're going to enjoy that. I know a lot of you guys have been asking that for a while. Got on some weird fucking tangents. Uh, talked about uh, whether you look at your shit or not after you take a shit, whether you spit in urinals, whether you smell your own farts. Uh, had a Mad Lab call in about the UFC controversy uh, towards the end of the pod, talking about everything from McGregor to John Jones and how the UFC is becoming corrupt since partnering with ESPN. Talked about the halftime show to Super Bowl, a little bit about the Grammys and Billie Eilish. Danny called in, Uncle Danny. Uh, funny, funny segment uh, that took place at the end. Uh, got cut off. So I want to give the name of the website he wanted me to drop. Danny's trying to raise money uh, to build an indoor stadium for his softball team in the Poconos and wants me to push it, and we kind of stepped on his fucking promotion at the end. You'll laugh. You'll see it. But uh, the website is Pocono, like like Pennsylvania, Poconos, PoconoPrideFastPitch.com, PoconoPrideFastPitch.com. So if you love Uncle Danny and you want to support him, go over to PoconoPrideFastPitch.com. Make a donation so Danny can get that indoor stadium uh, for the girls' softball team that he runs. This podcast is sponsored by EliteSportsBetting.com, EliteSportsBetting.com, and EliteFantasy.com. Fantastic sites. Drop the prices. Early bird prices are still out. EliteSportsBetting.com, if you follow me on Twitter, at Tommy G., You've seen we've been scorching the fucking universe. This podcast will be recording on Sunday. As of right now, today, Sunday, I'm 3-0, and and we're about to cash three parlays. Just absolutely slaying over there. Tune into the Lunch Money Show. It's a free show. So if any of you guys want to check out what we're doing, you don't even need to go and sign up. Just go over to Lunch Money Show. It's on EliteSportsBetting.com. It's every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m., Follow the handle. We just started a new handle for it, so it's only got a few hundred followers right now. So get over there. Follow at Lunch Money Show. It's a free show that we do twice a week. Me and a few other professional handicappers on there giving out free plays, picks, information. And if we can make you some money on that show for free, then you get over to Elite Sports Betting and sign up for the packages. So Lunch Money Show, Tuesday, Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, at Lunch Money Show, EliteSportsBetting.com. And then for those of you playing DFS, Fantasy, new prices on EliteFantasy.com, all-inclusive VIP packages, less than $40 a month for every single sport for DFS. Uh, get over there to EliteFantasy.com. Still have the early bird pricing up over there, too. That's it for the reads and the promos and the commercials. Now we get to the conspiracy. Buckle up, folks. We're about to take you on a ride. Without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Messi is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 82 of the No Mercy Podcast Conspiracy. 
episode 14. I know the numbers get confusing. They're all meaningless because this is basically just a full-blown conspiracy podcast now. But anyway, let me bring in the troops. Robert, Bobby, how are you, my friend? What's going on? Let's do this. We got a lot to talk about today, but we only have 45 minutes. We got to keep it under 45 (laughs) because apparently apparently that's a big complaint. Yeah, by Kurt. Again, Kurt added another segment to the episode today. Uh, 90 minutes, 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 90 minutes Oh, thank now, you. So, oh, yeah, tight double, 90. double this time. There's zero chance that any of that happens. He's like, so <laughs> we should call Uncle Danny on a surprise call, and we should get Mad Lab on and talk about UFC. Yeah, but and didn't we'll I say, I said cut both of them off, though. Yes. Don't let them ramble. <laughs> yeah, you you try cutting Mad Lab off, who's fucking six three, two hundred seventy five pounds of shit steel. out of Mad Lab. So the the bod wants to keep the episodes of forty five minutes. How, however, I you know we've talked about this that the one thing that people have never complained about are the length of these podcasts. Never, 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 never. If we did a fourteen, no, you hour know why? Podcast. Wait, I can explain that. You know why? Why? Because oh, if I listen to a podcast and it's like two and a half hours, and I don't want to listen to it again, I don't go on Twitter and say, "Guys, I'm not listening anymore." I just don't listen again. Well, I can see the viewership, <laughs> and I, we haven't poked below five figures in listeners in fucking months. You know so, why it takes so yes, long? Yes, they vary a little bit, but it's pretty much trending up. Yeah, but these take yeah, so but long I just... because our introductions take five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Like right now, we haven't even hour. But you got to remember, me and Ben have normal jobs, so to commit three hours to do a podcast during the week is freaking hell. Well, the beauty of it now, because we've been kind of inconsistent with the drop times of the podcasts, right? Because you two have day jobs. Kurt, you work at nights too. Bobby has gigs. I'm fucking, you know, blacked out probably two out of the seven days a week where I go off the grid. So, so it's been very difficult. And Sundays seem to be a day where we all are basically free. So we've been excited for football to end for this reason, because now we could have a steady recording with the four of us on Sundays. We will have to do it in the afternoon to combat me and Bobby's uh, hangover yes. on Sunday morning. Yes. So that's fine. We're at about 1230 in the afternoon East Coast time right now. So that'll be good. And then we can add a weekday one here and there. Probably won't be every single week. But Ben, if you can't make it on or if someone can't make it on, Kurt, we'll just do a three-man show yep. uh, during the week, during the day, so we can get rid of these fucking weekday night podcasts, which are a nightmare. Brutal. So, yes. Good things going forward for the No Mercy podcast. Also, some big guest appearances coming up that I won't unleash, but huge, like huge guest appearance or two coming up. Uh, for no mercy and then i'm going to be doing some guest appearances on some other pods coming up we'll announce that shortly benjamin what up my nan what up let's get eccentric (laughs) (laughs) what just happened did you write that down (laughs) glad to be back guys let's have a have a good podcast got a ton to talk about yep yeah we do we do we're gonna get kobe billy eilish grammys halftime trump ufc we got a lot of shit and ladies and gentlemen the man who demands to be welcomed in the four hole the bod Thank you, Mr. President. I'm right here. The fuck's up, son? I just want to let my fans know that I've taken up chess. If anyone wants to play me, hit me up on chess.com. 4D chess? up? I'm playing all types of chess. You've just taken up chess at 30, 39? Well, what I want to do on the intro is I want everyone to get a background of my life. So we'll start with the chess background. I've taken it up two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And... At the outro, I'm going to complain about something each week. So oh. he plays stay tuned chess to the end the of the Star pod Wars for that. You complain, you complain the whole show. How is this going to be any yeah. different? Well, no, we're going to... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. All right. 
So, so Kurt, you're now a chess player. You're, yes. Like, how how are you doing? How is this going so far? Okay, I was playing my friend. I've lost right, five no in a row. All right, okay. so let's go to. <laughs> we're gonna start off. Yeah, in lost the, in five the, in a row. You're the glass. Jo- you're the glass Joe of chess. Kurt's just gonna tell all his friends to take up chess and just play them for a week when they suck, and then go play a new friend so he can <laughs> yeah. keep his fucking record going. We were talking in the up. podcast. Bobby had to take a shit. Uh, yes. Before we got yes, on, I did. and and it started. First of all, I think what we're going to be doing on the pre-shows now, because the pre-shows tend to be better than the podcast. I think we're going to try and figure <laughs> out a way to post the pre-shows because they're they're just too good not to. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby had to take a shit. Uh, actually, asked our permission, like we were his fucking anal parents or something, like controlling <laughs> his sphincter. That. But yes, we do appreciate you asking right. us permission to take a shit mm-hmm. before a two and a half hour podcast. Well, I figured um, you did the same minutes. thing live on air, so I figured I could. Offer I'd, I'd actually, yeah. Yeah. I actually took a shit in the middle of the podcast. Yes. Right, it was, it was going too long. Yeah. yeah, and then you guys went off the, went rail, off the rails. rails talking about like Saturn cubes and shit like this. But uh, by the way, we will not be speaking of Antarctica again on this podcast. <laughs> yes, it seems to be the one thing you all want. And every time we go to do an Antarctica podcast, some big shit pops up, whether it's Kobe or Trump or Billie Eilish or something going on. So right now we're planning for again the next podcast to get into Antarctica, but. We had a conversation in the pre-show that started. Bob, you were not privy to this because you were fucking uh, trapped door in your sphincter in the bowl. <laughs> but Kurt asked a question. Kurt, I'll let you. I'll let you do it again. Well, I, I did, it wasn't. It wasn't a question. It was more of a statement. I well, just you're talking to, about every, your pyramid. Yeah. Well, I did have a pyramid shit yesterday. But everyone looks at their shit when they're done, right? And Ben, no, oh. I I don't. It's it's not something that, I, I see as normal. Actually, to me, that's insane. Like that's you don't like, shit. And get up and look. Ben's no, a blue I mean, pill shit. It's it's not like yeah. I avoid looking at the bowl. I just don't proactively do it. Ben, that's like some like next level serial killer shit. <laughs> like that's that is that's on the same <laughs> level as like getting a Slurpee and using one flavor. Like that's fucking. That's insa- Wait, you're an insane person. No, ben, I, when I you think, blow your I nose, do you open? Do you open the tissue and see what came out? No. Wow. What? Wow, Ben, you are a weirdo. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. You don't fucking, you don't look at your shit. Like, you'll just sit there and fucking, like, a, a small child will fall out of your asshole when everything's all like, <laughs> and, and you won't be curious to see, like, wow, how big was that? Is it fucking, st- I, call them, I call them icebergs. I mean, usually when, when I'm done. sticking out of the water when they're so long. Usually when I'm done, I just flush the toilet. You don't look. You're not <laughs> like, weird. there's no fucking uh, fecal envy. No, no, not Fecal at all. Envy. I've I've never sent a text message to one of my up. friends showing them one of my shits. I've never. Oh, we do that all the time. <laughs> no, it's that's that's not normal to me. It's not oh. my normal. Wait, wait. I got one more. Do you like the smell of your farts? No. Oh wow! wow. Ben, wow. There is something wrong dude, with you. Wow, you're a fucking weirdo, dude. Dude, I literally hold in farts if I, I go tanning just so I could do it in the fucking dome. Where that is weird. Oh man, you fart oh, under the man. covers, Dutch oven myself the with the oh, fans. Yeah. No, fucking I, blowing. I think in my I'm face. just not gross by default. Oh, no, I don't know about <laughs> dude, that. there's a difference between not being gross. Do you do you have a penis, Ben? Like, because a man has to love the smell of his farts. Oh yeah, there's definitely some Mike Obama down there. Mike Obama. Yeah, you got you got a fucking hanger. Yeah, yeah, you got a hammer <laughs> hanger. I can see it. You're a confident. Never kid. seen a USC there's no shortage. fight either, by the way. Which I really surprising. What was that? Didn't you say you've, you've never, never seen, seen a UFC fight? I've never watched a full one. No, I've, I've turned it on. Fuck, who no. are you? You're the normal one of the crew too. This is weird. Yeah, I know. I'm unique. No, wait. He does do something normal, though. Ben, you do spit in the urinal I when do. you pee, though, right? Okay. I do. See, that's what normal. What do you mean, spit wait, in the spit urinal? Wait, spit in the urinal? 
What the Every fuck are you guy about? spits in the urinal. I have never spit in the urinal. I don't think I've ever spit in the urinal. Am I the only normal <laughs> one on this podcast? Wait a minute. What? What? what why are you spitting? I, I probably spit I once, once a spit. week. Like, why are you spitting in a urinal? You just I have just no trying to idea. Own it? Like, like yeah, fuck no, you, I, urinal. I don't. I don't know why I do it, but I. So every time you it. pee, you spit in the urinal. Yes, every time. There's what? no way, dude. That's not Ben. No, oh, I'm gonna put a poll up. I don't, yeah, you want no. me to put a poll up? I, I don't put do it. I'm, I'm every gonna put a time, poll up right no. now. And Kurt, I'll tell you, Kurt, you know what? It, I, Kurt, I, I think Kurt, it I is that, that Kurt just, I want that trumped up all the time. Kurt, Kurt just has routines. <laughs> he he has routines that he does every time. It's not but like you agreed with that. It's not like a sometime. No, I don't. I you don't said spit you spit time. at the urinal. I have. I don't do it like automatically when I walk up to a urinal. But when, when 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 do you need to spit? Like Bobby, when's the last time you needed to spit? I honestly can't think of the last time. I, I don't know. I mean, I I'm granted, sure my I mouth is extremely dry. I dip a lot. Well, that's because all the fucking weed you smoke. Yes. I dip a lot. I don't get so Bob gets the cotton mouth. I get the opposite. Exactly. I mean, if I had to spit and I was at a urinal, I would spit in the urinal. Here's another you know? question. But yes, now that we're Tommy, that's my spit, approach as well. <laughs> it is. For I mean, me, yes, yes. Now I have to. Now spit, I have actually, the urge yes. to spit really bad. Yeah, I, I think I, I spit I, when I pee in a toilet too. Mm-hmm. Always when I pee, I spit. What? So, so yeah, let me that's, ask you a question. So that's you're not peeing the norm. Every what? Two, three hours, whatever? Yeah, whatever it is. All right. Do you spit between that three-hour increment? Like, do you just no. sit on the couch? No, no, no. I this never is way spit. too much So time you don't spent spit at topic. all. It's just the sight well, of a rarely. urinal. It's like Pavlovian. No, like it's when I urinal pee, and you so have to it's spit. the sight of my dick makes me pee. <laughs> I mean, the sight of your dick? dick? <laughs> That's weird. You get thirsty whenever you see your own penis. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Have you, have you ever spit on your dick? Does it reach no. out far enough for you to do that? I mean, fucking mushroom it, sticking out of the grass. I don't remember, but I'm sure it might have. The last time I saw Kurt's dick, for those of you that are the new listeners, Kurt's my, Kurt's my brother, Bobby's my cousin, <laughs> and we just found about? out he's a serial killer. So Kurt's my we brother, Bobby's my cousin, Ben's a serial killer, right? So the last time I saw Kurt's dick, he was like four. So I still have that vision of his dick, of him a running around the house as a four-year-old. So I see like a normal like 5'11". Kid with a fucking uh, a, a I micro can't penis. believe you remember my four year old dick. Oh, dude, I jerk off to it. Bro, I'm putting the <laughs> poll up right now. <laughs> we're gonna have to restart. At some this. point, this podcast will get to conspiracy theories, and we're off the rails. Ben, you're a walking conspiracy theory. Ben, listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you this honestly. I'm not. You not this looking planet. at your shit is far more weird than me talking about jerking off to my brother's micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> not it's, at all. It's like not, it's not even close. That's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. If someone came up to me and said I just blew my brother's little dick, I'd be like, Ben fucking doesn't look at his shit. I don't have a little you think hog. You're I don't I think, I don't think that's something that's weird. That over the other, over the I don't think oh that's something God. that's weird. Man flushes toilet without looking down. Next, <laughs> well, here, here's my question. You guys it's ever like an onion article. Do you ever look at the actual TP before you throw it in? What's it? Toilet paper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you, what are you fucking Beavis yeah. and Butthead? <laughs> yeah. TP for my bungle. Bro, anything that comes out of my body, I look at. Literally <laughs> yeah, nothing I wipe my ass and give it a look. Out. I mean, how do you know if you're done wiping your ass? Right. Unless you're Bro, you have to, what if you're bleeding out of your ass? Ben, what you wouldn't even know. What happened? I know when I wipe. If you have anal So you do look at oh, the toilet paper. Yeah. What's the so difference? why would you look at the toilet paper and not look at the shit? <laughs> I got to know if I got all there. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you want to look down and be like, oh, my God, there's fucking like, you know, my shit's a weird color. Or like Kurt said, there's blood in it. I need or, to change I mean, my that's diet. Not, like that's I not said, the reason I do it. I, I don't, sometimes take pictures. I don't proactively avoid it. Okay. 
Well, so out of out of off. ten shits, ten shits, how many would you say that you you have uh, have given the old look back? I guess it depends on the time of day, right? I don't know. Does it? That may be weirder than your. <laughs> that was, such a, the time that was such a serial killer, dude. That was such that was a, a serial, serial killer. Yeah, remark. this motherfucker has body parts. I tried in to his make it as weird as on the time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, how fucking creepy is that? <laughs> Uh, I'm unfriending you on Xbox, dude. I don't want you to have my information. Wait, you guys are friends on yeah. Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, the what fuck is, that is happening? What do you mean? What do you do? You play videos games together yeah, we at play night? Some video games from time to time. Yeah. How, no, how, you don't. I draw the line at Tetris, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't fuck with Bob and Tetris. Bro, hit me up in chess, you two. <laughs> Did you notice how quiet game? that got when he said that? <laughs> <laughs> now hold on, I put the poll up. Depends right now it's seventy-two percent it <laughs> spit in the urinal, and only twenty-eight percent do not. Do not hold spit on. in the urinal. Stop. This yep. is real right now. What Let is this? Look at the poll. From all four of your uh, elite. Yeah, exactly. Accounts? Kurt, <laughs> Kurt <laughs> manipulating <laughs> polls again, like the fucking Iowa caucuses. Hold on. The Iowa caucuses. The transition. <laughs> Let me see here, Kurt Biden. Um, it's on No Mercy, not mine. No Mercy. Speaking of serial handle, killers, by the way, at Bob No Mercy, never, Mitt at Romney, no mercy during his birthday party, was blowing out candles individually like, by picking them up and blowing them out one by one. It's the craziest video I've ever seen. Who did that? <laughs> Mitt, Mitt Romney. Romney. That's no, a serial killer. What was he doing? He, when he blows out his birthday candles, he picks them up one by one to blow them out. Dude. And that is less crazy than you not staring at your shit. That is, that no, is more crazy. No, it's way more crazy. <laughs> spit in the urinal when you pee. I mean... That could be manipulated. Oh, because here we like, go. Everything's you, a conspiracy. If you have to spit and you're at the urinal, yeah, what you're saying is different. Like, every time you pee, you spit. Everyone gets it except for you. I would do it if I was outside, probably. <laughs> if you were, when you I just pee. don't think I spit accurately enough. You know, right, I think the only reply in? to this tweet so far is the right one. The what the fuck gift. Like, it, <laughs> it's, yeah. like it's like, who even thinks about this? So, every single time, Kurt? Yes, every single time. Every single time you pee. You I didn't... How many yes. times do you spit? Do you spit more than once? Do you get uh, it all out? Sometimes. Do you get three hours worth of spit out? So sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'll try to spit into the stream. We are 15 minutes in and haven't covered a topic. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is why these shows are three hours long. No. All right, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get to it, right? So a lot of ground to cover on here. Uh, for those that don't know, we tried to record this a few days ago. Uh, the government again jumped in and blew my fucking entire laptop up in the middle of the podcast. You guys know it's so funny what we were talking about. Remember, we were just getting into the political shit. And what was the last thing that you heard dude. before I went off? Dude, all I heard was the left, the on left, repeat, the left, like, the left, like the left, that Millie Vanilli video. All I heard was the left, the left, the left, the left, the left, the left. It was just right? repeating over and over again. Of all right? the possible phrases that could be uttered, it was just the left, the left, the left, the left. Yeah, it was creepy. It was fucking, it was like they heard me start to say, so the left did the left, the left, the, and they just it, fucking cut the, like, p- pulled the cord on us. Yeah, it was wild. You think there's an algorithm when someone says the left, yes. it just shorts Shuts out? Yeah. <laughs> and you all text, I didn't hear it, obviously, because my shit We all thought our computers broke. You all text broke. me the left, the left, the left, the left. I'm like, Well, oh, we God. all kept logging out and logging yeah. back in. And it kept just, doing yeah, it. that's a th- yeah. That's the thing. It left the room open, too, after I blew up. Like, sh- the room should have closed down. But uh, that was very strange. Anyway, we'll get into some of the uh, Iowa stuff and Biden stuff and Mitt Romney being a serial killer like Ben. But <laughs> let's start with the Kobe thing because this has been something that we said we have to give it a week or two before we can address. Um, ben, sorry for your loss. I know you were very broken up about the Kobe loss. Yeah, that was a tough day, man. Yeah, Ben, I was, I was 
Ben, you went a little too far with that. No. <laughs> can, can, we, can we just, now that it's in the past, like, can we be honest? Like, you, you, you might want a little, Tommy you might want a little bad to shit do with on it. fucking Twitter. Bro, like, we had to start a separate thread without Ben because he was so offended. <laughs> <laughs> we need to let Ben mourn. <laughs> I didn't like, realize it till I looked at participants because I'm like, oh, I Ben's going to be pissed. Thread, and I'm then like, I'm like, wait. wait. I think he's... Crying you started right another now. thread and just started posting all this Kobe conspiracy stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, immediately, like, listen, yeah. I was a huge Kobe fan, yeah. like, gigantic Kobe fan. Yeah, I was like, like guys, we, like, need, we need a day. Give it a day. Yeah, yeah and then I was no, like, all right, let's days. give it <laughs> Right, yeah. I'm like, let's give it a day or two. Obviously, whenever, you know, there, first of all, Bob, whenever there's a helicopter crash, Dude. we know this. We've talked about this. Whenever there's a helicopter crash, me and Bobby immediately snap call murder. Yep. Right? A helicopter and, crash or a private jet <laughs> crash? Right. So I want to start this off by saying um, we are all – I'm not going to go too social justice warrior on this, but I feel like you got to kind of preempt this here. The reason we're talking about this Kobe thing is not because we're trying to say Kobe was the devil or, you know, bash the dead. It's the same way. I mean, listen, we did a whole episode on 9-11, and we all had lost family members or friends in 9-11. It's kind of the same thing as if, you know, if one of my family members was murdered – Right or or died. If you watch any fucking serial killer documentary, which Ben stars in very frequently, <laughs> or any any documentary about murder, the whole mission for the family is to do what? Like, yeah. find out what happened, yeah. get to the bottom of it. Who did it? Who are we suing? Who are we trying to whack? Something like that. So it's the same thing. It's it's due diligence, right? Like something weird happens. I believe there's no coincidences. Mm-hmm. So when something happens and then there's coincidences, it's like, all right, well, let's see if someone murdered him. If it was just a malfunction, right. uh, same thing with Epstein. You know, it's the same thing we'll do with everyone. So it's not disrespecting the dead. It's our job. And I found some stuff. Yeah. And then Bobby started finding some stuff. So then when you find something, you keep digging. Yeah. And we're not doing a responsibility as the No Mercy podcast. This isn't fucking called Some Mercy. It's called No Mercy. So we have no rules, no bars. Everything's no holds barred. And we have to discuss it and talk about it. And the deeper I dive into it, the more I think it's worth talking about and worth addressing, and we're, all we're going to do here, we're not disrespecting Kobe. We all love Kobe. We feel horrible about Gigi. Right. We're going to go into some of the oddities of it and bring some stuff to the table, and then you make your own decision on, on what you believe to be true. Is that fair? Yeah, and the thing I'll say about it is like this. Like, we always talk about a lot how the best information comes out in the first 24 hours. Right, right. Or like the show, The First 48. Why do they call it The First 48? Because the... The mo- you know the the uh, highest probability you have of catching somebody is within the first forty eight hours, you know. Mm-hmm. So we ch- you know I try to get the information as quickly as I possible before anything either gets covered up or we can't find it anymore or it just gets buried you know under the lead. So the first you know twenty four to forty eight hours is really where you can get a lot of information. Now does this mean that all the stuff we're talking about I'm a hundred percent probable about it? No, but it's enough information to worth you know to warrant discussing it. And to at right. least, like, throw it up on the board and see if any of this stuff And let me, let me add one thing to what you just said there. Keep in mind, when we did the whole thing on 9-11, we talk about our percentages, right? Like, what percentage do you believe 9-11 was an inside job? What percentage do you believe that Michelle Obama has a dick? Right. Like, all that kind of stuff. Keep in mind, that stuff we've already done a year, two years, ten years in some situations of research on. Right. This shit's fucking ten days old, I mean, right? Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So, so this is a situation where I'm already at 50-50. Yep. And... It's only been 10 days. So, like, no, we have new stuff. What's your honest percentage? My honest percentage is probably about 82%. Okay. 
Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, but, but, I mean, listen, I still think there's doubt. I still don't know for sure. Uh, the more I dig, the more I see. But keep in mind, this is just in the first week. We're already getting new information coming out, right? Like we just found out the other day, what, two days ago, that the uh, helicopter showed no signs of an engine malfunction, right? The yeah. first thing they reported was an engine malfunction. That was the first news that came out. They also first reported nine people dead. Then it was five people dead. It was three people dead. Then it was eight people dead. Then it went back to, like, the story has just changed throughout, right? Initially, his whole family was on board. And then it was just Kobe. And, it, like, everything changes. And that's what me and Bobby always say. When these initial reports come out, you got to kind of go back and remember what the initial report was to, to pick it apart. But, Ben, I know you want to jump in and say something. Uh, so we'll, we'll start with you on this Kobe situation before we start breaking down. I have a 27-point list, literally 27 oh, points shit. of things I found that are odd. But, Ben, I'll let you let's start the conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting about how it, you know, we found out about everything and all the news that was changing and all that. But I think it's weird that their helicopter was even in the air in the first place because even the police departments in that area grounded their helicopters and everything yes. because of all the fog. So, I mean, I know that he was in a rush and maybe, you know, he said for he paid extra to get his pilot to go through the fog, but there, there's really no reason that it should have been in the air. So, uh, you know, I was, I'm definitely a huge Kobe fan. I grew up watching him. So it definitely was a real big shock to me when I saw it. And when I started seeing all the different conspiracy theories coming out, I was like, all right, you know, let's just wait a little bit and then see really, you know, what comes out. And then once you guys were showing me a lot of the things in the, our chat that you were showing me, I definitely think that there, it's, it's not a normal situation that occurred. And, and this is a good teaching lesson, I think, here. Because, Ben, this is one of the first ones probably since 9-11, right? A conspiracy theory that actually hit close to home to you. Um, none of us have any fucking idea why. But this hit, like, super close to home to you. Like, if you would have been on the text thread, you would have thought Ben's family member died. Like, I started passing something. Ben was like, we're not talking about this. No, he didn't. He wasn't fucking no, murdered. Bob was, like, like, very that. aggressively wasn't like anti. That. Yeah, it was. Bobby? <laughs> That's how Tom read it. Eh, we started a separate thread. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like, you were very broken up. Very broken up. Let's just put it that so way. So wait, Ben, what's your percentage? My percentage that what? Something fishy is just an wasn't an accident something else is going on um i definitely put a 50 50 wow 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 i didn't know i have the mic dry i think i know what it was i kind of want to save it i kind of want to know ben's take on it then if he's 50 50 we're gonna we're gonna we gotta gotta walk through it we gotta present your case okay okay you gotta present because ben was definitely at zero when it happened he was at negative 50 yeah, he was at like we're not talking about this. This is ridiculous, and it's disrespectful. No, it was it was more about let's just wait before we start nope. giving out percentages. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ben. No, it wasn't Ben. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is the first time we get to rail Ben. I love it. I can't believe it. <laughs> I love it. It was not Ben. Welcome that to the club. Was. Welcome to the club. Listen, so so I think so. Let's start at the beginning, right? First of all. Over 18, Kurt, jump in whenever you want. I got a lot of stuff well, on this. Well, for the record, yeah. uh, before we start, I'm Just at 5%. Just cut me 5%. off as I go, guys. I'm at 5%, so I will be asking questions when you guys say things. Okay. So you're I'm 5%. Not, I'm ben, 5%. you're 50-50? Yeah, I put it at 50-50. I'll give my real percentage. I'm 80%. I'm 80-20. I'm about, I'm about there. there. Sh- I'm about there. Yeah, so uh, so that there was something shady. You so, liars. Kurt, you're both 100 I thought it was going to be the other way around. Kurt is actually No, because what a QTN is, is we don't go one side or the other. We wait. 
So Ben was right in saying, let's wait and see what comes out. Because him dying wasn't the narrative. He definitely died. So you're kind of waiting for the narrative. How did he die? And that's what we got. That Then I started looking at the articles and what they were saying. And that, like, I don't take it that he crashed into a mountain. I started looking at the flight logs, hearing everything, and then making my decision. Right. So which, I'm at 5% smart. right now. Which is smart. You know, there's right. a lot of This things. is how the QTNers do it. The crash happened. I was taking a nap. Ten minutes later, Tom and Bob are rattling off conspiracy ideas. I'm like, no one knows anything about what happened. How do you have all these already? I just took a nap <laughs> listening to you talk about how you broke down the situation. <laughs> well, that's how the QTNs do it. <laughs> so we're very calculated. We're chess Kurt, players, so not Tetris. My exact, my exact quote when it first went down, I said, we need like a three-day buffer after deaths before going down rabbit holes. Yep. Three day and then buffer. Tommy says, I agree. And then oh, the, that's when the separate so threads. I'm gonna started. read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the first, the the actual real first <laughs> comment because I just scrolled to find it. Uh, there's a deep rabbit hole forming here in the Kobe thing. Ben wrote, "Don't you dare implicate Kobe." Off limits, <laughs> off limits for me. I go, "Sorry for your loss." LOL. He goes, "For real, man. That man was such a god to me, such an idol for me growing up. Really hard day for me." And then I just made fun of him. And then he wrote, "I see nothing with the bird." Game. Yeah. And so so uh, and then and then the final thing he wrote before we switched to a new thread was, "Fuck you all." So yeah. So that's how it really went down. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we pivoted over. Fuck so. you all. Uh, that Fuck was you great. all. He <laughs> wished great. we were the ones in the helicopter, and which I thought was said. crossing yeah. the line. <laughs> was like, Why wasn't it me? Wrong kid died. <laughs> Bobby, remember we said the first the first reaction is the truest. That was Ben's first reaction yep, to it. Yep. So, so here's the big thing, right? So over 18 million flights a year by helicopter, right? Not people, flights, right? So probably 36 to 72 million people, right? Flying a year by helicopter. 11 people die mm-hmm. each year on average. That's less than get struck by lightning. Okay? So when you hear us talk about helicopters, especially when you're talking about the Kobe helicopter, which people were saying, the fog, the fog, the fog. I mean, come on. First of all, the flight should have never taken off, mm-hmm. which is shady as fuck. Like Ben said, police grounded their own helicopters, right? Second of all, this was a very short trip they were taking to a basketball game. Mm-hmm. They weren't taking a helicopter cross country. They were going from Kobe's house to Gianna's basketball game, if I'm not mistaken. That trip yeah. has been made by this helicopter probably a thousand times. Right. And it, it, it crashed into a hill. Like, it, it didn't crash into a huge, it crashed into a hill. Like, I don't know, why are you even flying so close to a hill? None of that makes sense. You know height. You've but been can on I ask a, a question times. now? Yes. So you're comparing it to lightning. So people do get struck by lightning, right? Right. No, yeah. So, so roughly right. 50 people a year get struck by lightning. Right. Five times the amount that die in so, a helicopter. Okay, now Kobe Bryant flies a helicopter. <laughs> Wait, now hold on. And there's this saying, I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning. That's how, yes, that's how fucking But weird Kobe it Bryant probably flies a helicopter more than 99.999% of the population, right? Well, I, so doesn't that, the four of us combined have probably been in a helicopter two times, maybe. Yeah, of right. Course, yeah. So wouldn't you say he's at a higher risk of crashing in a helicopter than the average person. Yep. Of course. Yes. Yeah, no, okay. that's what I'm saying. Dude, when, okay. when the helicopter no, I was just went, saying. I'm just saying. When the helicopter okay. went down, I just went, wait, helicopter crashes don't Kurt, how I mean, this guy's traveling. How many of those 18 million helicopter rides involve Kobe Bryant? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how many he does at per year. But if well, he's taking... Probably, at most 365? Prob- yeah. No, could be more. Because if he takes a Sorry, helicopter to the it. game and takes it back, that's two just Kurt, to go to a game. He's not a helicopter every single day. Though, right. okay. All I'm asking is, isn't he at higher risk than the average person to die in a helicopter? Yes. Uh, well, yes. everyone knows okay. that. That's every it. Now go on. Go on. Right. Every okay, go on. Is. Mm-hmm. 
right? Well, he's taking it to go to a travel basketball course, game. No, Kurt, no one's arguing that. But okay. I mean, it's I'm still like saying, saying, all right, five times as many people die in helicopter uh, in lightning. No, like I bolts. said, I'm so not if a- I stood outside, Kurt. For yes. 365 days with a metal pot on my head in every rainstorm, <laughs> you would be you're at a higher risk. You're still going to be risk. fucking floored if I get struck by lightning. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it doesn't, it's, it's just something that doesn't fucking happen, you know? Like, it's, like I could stand there it like does a fucking happen. tin if, man and fucking do a dance. If and fucking, 50 <laughs> people per year getting struck by lightning, it happens. So All if right, you so sit if out I there in a pot pool on my head, you're going to be like, well, he had a pot on his head. That's why Tommy got struck. Yes, because you're at a higher risk, right? Well, yes, Kurt, but we're saying the reason it's all right. So the reason it's so rare that we get struck by lightning. Hold on. The reason we're so rare that we get struck by lightning is because what happens during a lightning storm? We all seek shelter. We all get out of the pool. We don't stand outside in the middle of a lightning storm. Kurt, when is the last time (laughs) in your entire life you've seen lightning strike and land within 100 feet of you? I think my roof got hit like three years ago. You'd think. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Okay, you think. So basically... All I'm saying, my whole point on that Pretty sure if lightning struck the top of your house, it would go through your roof. I'm pretty sure. But my whole thing was, I'm just saying, people get struck by lightning. Kobe flies all the time, multiple times a day. He's at a higher risk. That's it. Of course. Of course. Every celebrity. So so you're saying Kobe's the only one that flies in helicopters all the time? It's not Um, Donald Trump? flies. Who's in a goddamn helicopter every fucking five minutes? But also you're forgetting the weather conditions. So how many people fly in those weather (laughs) conditions? Considering police helicopters and everyone was grounded and he still went up, that increases the odds too, doesn't it? And it also increases okay. the shadiness of it, doesn't yeah. it? Right. All right. So you. All right. So that's, that's, that's a good point. Seesaw, hold on. Right. Okay. Now hold that. on. That's a good point. So you say you don't believe in coincidences, right? Right. So what are the? Odds? I do believe in single coincidences. I don't okay. So what are the odds? The Illuminati had him killed on the exact day when the weather was so bad. That nobody else was flying. How did well, they predict that exact thing? First of all, we actually have touched on and are about to do a whole podcast on weather manipulation. Bruh. But we already know that's a Wait, thing. Why don't that's you already... guys present your case first? Yeah. So, so well, I'm, we're going to go through it step by step. So, yeah. So that was Kurt, just the, the thing about it is this is just the thing that triggered me digging. Okay. The, the, no, the, I get heli- that. I'm right, just asking questions. Yeah. Go right, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. So shouldn't have been up in the air. Was up in the air. Hit a hill. Hit a hill. All right. First, it was an engine malfunction. That didn't happen. Um, then they say he was flying too low on top of a hill, which he's flown over a thousand times as pilot. Um, lot, just a lot of weird things. Was there it, a right? black like, box uh, issue, too? And the only thing is, well, there was none, but you don't have to have a black okay, box I didn't know. in I didn't a helicopter. Know. Yeah, that was the first thing that triggered yeah, but me. But did again, you know the most important thing that was missing? What? The TAWS. What's that? The terrain awareness warning system to warn pilots if they are flying too close to obstacles. That also wasn't on the plane. Okay, welcome I back mean the to helicopter. the conspiracy party, Kirk. No, I'm just saying they've yeah, never had it, you're though. coming over. You're already 6%. No, you have to get that. Like, it's not something that's right. standard. They never got it. Right. So, okay. listen, there's a lot of weird shit with it, all right? The other thing is that you guys have, Kurt, you have kids, right? I do, yes. I've driven around with kids in the car, right? Here's the thing. If I'm driving on my own, I'm doing 68, 75 on the highway. If I'm driving with Kurt's kids in my car... I'm doing 45 on the highway, mm-hmm. right? You're more cautious when you have children with you. So knowing there's a fog warning, knowing Kobe knows helicopters, knowing all this stuff's going on, I really doubt that he's going to put his child's life in danger on that helicopter. But you could argue the other side. The reason he did it is because no one fucking dies in helicopters. So, so it was like no risk. No, right? Or like, it was nothing. too late to say, all right, let's get in the car and drive because they planned on taking a helicopter. They were going to miss probably the, the first half of the game. The whole entire day. 
but either no, way, I'm saying I they took the helicopter. 27 points. Okay. This is okay. this is literally the I least significant. This is just the one that that cued us. It's important. But okay. Here is the thing that turned Ben, I think. Um, Ben, I don't want to speak for you, but I'll let you address first after I play this. So in my opinion, I think this is the thing that kind of flipped Ben um, from being no to, uh, hold on, die young. So I'm just pulling it up right now. So Tracy McGrady, of course, I had the video saved and now it's gone. Tracy McGrady went on the jump. Uh, which Rachel Nichols, who is probably the most annoying person in the world, who I used to love until she got her own show, um, and went on the show, and Tracy McGrady and Kobe were extremely close, right? We all know that. They came in together. Kobe was like a big brother to him. Uh, listen to what Tracy McGrady says here in reference to Kobe Bryant. Sounds crazy, but Kobe spoke this. He spoke this. He used to say all the time, I want to die young. And really? I thought he was crazy. He used to say, I want to die young. I want to be immortalized. And, you know, I want to have my career be better than Michael Jordan, and I want to die young. And I just thought he was just so crazy for saying that. And when I got the news yesterday, I had a dance with my daughter yesterday at my wife's event, and they came and told me the news, and I just couldn't believe it, just like just like everybody else. But So... Wow. That right there. Hold on. All right. I'm not sure if you guys have all heard that. Before. Yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. So, Ben, is it fair to say that when I played that for you, that changed your view on this a little bit? I'd say that that's probably like half of it compared with the, the no sign of engine failure. That's a big one for me, too. But what's what's interesting about when you first mentioned that to us, you you said that Tracy McGrady talked about how Kobe would always say, I'm gonna die young. Uh-huh. And so that to me was like, wow, that's pretty weird. And then once you showed us the video and then it's Kobe was saying, I want to die young. I right. was like, holy uh-huh. shit. Like he planned it. Right. Like he wanted it to happen. Yeah. So that right? that brought it up an even higher percentage for me. Like I want to die young. Mm-hmm. Like why would you want to? Like when you're. Doesn't that bring it down? What? No. 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 Um, this is no. such a stretch to me. So no, because you got you got to look at it from two parts, right? Kurt, you can <clears throat> say your side of it. Um, let me okay. make sure my mic level. I turned it up, so let me make sure I'm not screaming. Oh, I hope it's right. plugged in. If yeah, we got to redo We're this good. for Whenever a third I have to time. do anything technologically, you know, everything's going to shit the fucking bed. But um, <laughs> so the one part of it, you could say he wanted to die young because he wanted to be immortalized, right? right? Like he said, right? Like uh, who was talking about Kurt Cobain? Me. Um, Kurt Cobain in the pre-show wasn't the greatest ever, but people talk about him like he was the Jimmy greatest Hendrix, ever. Just, right? Just because he died so young, Jimi Hendrix. You know, a lot of right. these guys, you know, because whenever someone's taken from you too early. It becomes like this epic story, right? Right. That's why he said immortalized. Right. Okay. So that's one side you could say that. But who wants to fucking die? Like, stop for a second. This is a very talented individual. This is a man who has multiple skill sets in business, speaking. He's a great orator. He's a fantastic basketball player. Had a lot to accomplish in his life. Always said he was going to have a family and kids and all that other thing. Not to mention, he was a complete narcissist. Everyone knows that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I love Kobe Bryant. The reason I love him is because he's a narcissist. Every one of his teammates fucking hated him. Mm. Like, all of them. <clears throat> Same with Michael. They fucking all hated him. He was hyper-competitive, always wanted to win, and that he cheated on his wife with 105 women. You know? So forget the rape thing. I don't... Listen, we're not even going to address that because that is total hearsay. We don't know. It was a different time. It was a different world. I'm sure if it happened in 2019, he would have been put on a cross. But back then... Uh, yes, there's a lot of shady. We're not even talking about that. 
It's confirmed that he cheated on his wife with 100 women, though, right? And I'm not trying to kill his legacy. Everyone knows this. You're a certain type of narcissist, right? Like, you're a certain type of me, me, me to be doing that 105 times. Mm. Uh, That's according to his wife, that number. So we know he wasn't, like, the greatest guy. He was a good dude. I liked him and everything. But he had that killer instinct. Those people don't want to die. Those people want to live forever and take over the world. Like, you remember Michael Jordan and LeBron James. LeBron James isn't retired, but, you know, same type of mentality. When they're getting towards the back end of their career, all you hear them talking about is, I want to be the richest athlete ever to live. I want to be a multi-billionaire. I want to, like, my next step after my career is going to be bigger than the last. And I, I don't know. Who wants to die unless, who wants to die young unless you were part of that boule? And you're part of that Illuminati group. You're part of that sacrifice, sell your soul group that we think all these elite entertainers and athletes are in. And you know that you're going to spend the first half of your life fucking being a star and being put in the spotlight and leading the fucking Illuminati charge and all that shit. And then you're going to have to pay your debts off with blood once you retire. Oh, my God. So you're saying, I want to die young. I don't want to go through the phase where I got to start paying off my sacrifices I want to just fucking do what I got to do and then fucking kill me. Don't take my children. Just kill me. Right. Okay. So when he said this, he didn't have children. Okay. So now the thing with this is Kurt, why there's so many holes. 13. It's not like Tom, you matter when you play the whole clip, he says this was before he had kids. Right. No. Okay. So you're he saying he was in Boule out of high school. Okay. So you're saying he's in the Boule at high school and well, he could see, this force is where you dovetail. I don't know. Well, the Boulé well, was founded in Philadelphia. Isn't he from Philadelphia? Yes. So there's, yeah, so. I mean, there's the Bobby, tell people what the Boulé is. explain what Boulé is? It's kind of yeah. like the Black Skull and Bones secret society, right. basically. The Black Freemasons. Yeah, Black Freemasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, it's, it, right. I mean, it, okay. oh, it's chock full of symbols, too. So, I mean, you know, if if you can look at the tattoo on LeBron's chest and it's the Boulé symbol. Yeah, and it's uh, like right peck, I think it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's like, like, like you, if you talk to like Freemasons, Freemasons are mostly like, you know, like white guys, right? Right, right. And then if you talk, if you look at the Jay Z's, the Kyrie Irvings, the ones who are always flashing the signs, that's the boule, right? That's like the African American Illuminati, right? Right. So, which is crazy, basically, because, it's the same thing. And and I talk about this a lot with Dave Chappelle, uh, and well, I'll just you and Dave talk a lot. Oh yeah, all the time. Well, <laughs> me and him, yeah. Right. So I mean, you remember when Comedy Central offered him that big contract, and then he vamped, like literally, just you know, he turned down millions of dollars and just bounced to South Africa, right? And just disappeared. I'm telling you, because I read this on a, on a site, and then the site disappeared that the boule was after him, is that they wanted him to do this, you know, basically sell yourself in order, you know, for all this money, and it spooked him. And that's why he bounced. And, I, and, and you know, this is, this is crazy town, but I don't know. You know. He came back, and he looked different. I mean, yep. he almost looked like they put his head up. on a different body. Like, he, like it's just a strange, like, physical transformation. That was and like Dave, Dr. Dre, too. Dr. Dre looked the same way after, I guess, took juice or whatever happened to him. He was, like, completely jacked, yeah. and his head looked so small. It was weird. And then Chappelle goes on Oprah Winfrey, who's, you know, we talked about Oprah and Harpo and, and Harpocrates, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, you know, uh, the god of secrecy. And, you know, uh, so then you have... Um, him go on Oprah and talk about how, like, they always try to get black guys to wear dresses in movie. Uh-huh. And he was emphasizing mm-hmm. that, like, kind of like how you're yep. always feminizing the black man in entertainment. 
So he looked spooked on this episode. It it was a really like kind of like an eerie thing to watch. So when we talk about the boule, I mean, this is entertainment and sports. But like we said, it's kind of like uh, similar to like you know like a black Greek fraternity. You know, that's kind of what the boule is to the Freemasonry or to the Skull and Bones. And they're all the same, right? Like when you think about the. Um you know, whether it's the Illuminati, the Freemasons, the Boule, mm-hmm. the Bilderberg group, the fucking Soros clan, like the, whatever it is, it's all a form of a mafia. Right. <clears throat> right. Like that's all it is. So when you look at it, because people ask me like regular people, shockingly, a lot of girls that, that I know and talk to have a lot of interest in this. They seem to be quicker to pick this stuff up uh, and be more, you know, open minded in some way. It's, it's strange. But they all bring up, well, why? Well, why? Why would they kill him? Why would they do this? Why would they do that? And and the whole point is, well, why does the mafia kill people? Mm-hmm. Well, why did it? You know, because you're part. You're you know, they say there's one way out. You know, feet first. Right. You know, cement shoes in the bottom of the ocean. Like once you're in the cult, whether it's a cult or a clique or a mafia or an Illuminati or whatever, once you decide like you're not going to follow the rules and you know some of the intricacies that can burn. I mean, Bob, you know the Freemasons. We did a whole episode on it. Mm-hmm. The Freemasons used to fucking slit people from ear to ear. That's where it came from. Right. Anyone who was a Freemason and started to turn or they had feelings returning, they would just cut their throat and they would slit them ear to ear. Like we talked about with the Jack the Ripper thing, why it seemed like a Freemason killing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's the whole thing. So if you're wondering, you know, what's going on, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of these boule die young. Like you don't see. That's why this Kobe thing was such a big deal. Yeah. You don't see these. You know, you don't see these super famous athletes with all this money and everything die young very often. Right. So I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of it because as they start to turn, we saw Snoop Dogg and Oprah going at it, and Gail King or whatever her name was. Like, bro, that was scary. We were scary, tweeting pro- yeah, problems was- in the boule. Yeah. Here we come. They're picking sides. You know, there's going to be some wars, and everyone always says symbolism will be their demise. Mm-hmm. Like we already know who is up there, and my whole thing with the Kobe situation, same with Chappelle. I wouldn't be surprised if Chappelle gets whacked pretty soon that you're starting to see these people change, right? Kobe went from womanizer, selfish, bad teammate, horrible person, selfish, focused on himself. I want to die, blah, 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 all this shit, everything for the ring, you know, the rape chart, all of it to over the last few years, everyone's like Kobe has become such an amazing father. Kobe has found his faith. Everyone was talking about Kobe's faith. He started directing short films, Mm -hmm. which is the last thing you would want from the boule if one of your own, who we have many pictures of Kobe throwing up the triangle with Jay-Z and all that when he was younger, living that life, that kind of whore around, you know, money, sex, life. Um, And all of a sudden, everyone's like, he's become such a great man, a great father. And both presidents tweeted almost an identical message. Trump and Obama both tweeted almost the same message. And the message was... Kobe was about to start his second life, and it's really sad to see him go right before he was about to start his second life. Mm -hmm. So there was this lot of talk about how Kobe was finding God and finding religion and doing short films in Hollywood, won an award for his short film. Last thing you want is this dude, who probably owes a sacrifice or two from everything you did, was one of the leaders of the boule, not only turning his life over to Jesus and God and all this, but now putting out movies and films and doing... Like, nah, dude, you got price to pay. You don't want to pay it. I'm not giving up Gianna. Take me instead. All right, now we're taking both of you, motherfucker, and whack. That's what I think happened. Yeah, and I know okay, someone so- said they spotted him at church the morning of his death, right, with his mm-hmm. family. And then, um, you know, and this is one of the details that was just a little alarming to me because uh, didn't LeBron pass Kobe against the 76ers? Isn't that what it was? Oh, yeah. And, and so, a ton of so stuff on the court, they changed in Philly. The thir- in Philly. <clears throat> Where the boule is from, they changed the 13 stars 
of the original 13 colonies to like this broken snake that was broken into eight pieces, which is like an old symbol. And it basically meant and join Jersey, or die. And Kobe's, and Kobe's jersey number is eight. Is what? Is eight? No, they didn't change it that day. No, no, no. That was changed before the season. That was oh, okay. I, so, I dug in. Oh, so it was but changed it was changed before, this year. It was changed, it was changed this, year. this year. Okay, okay. It was changed this year. So it was not changed last yeah, year. So no, no, no. Way, it's, it's still the same. It's still strange. Were, still the same. <laughs> right. No, it is yeah. the same. But we, because don't, we don't know why it's there yet. Like, we would need to see the No one knows why it's there. Why is there a chopped up snake in eight parts on a fucking Philadelphia court? Can we go to the video well, for that, real quick? I think time. we need to emphasize that that's this from the snake. Time of the no, revolution. this is important. Black Mama. This snake. Yeah, this snake yeah. is a logo from Ben Franklin in 1754. Mm-hmm. To Bobby just said, titled "Join or Die." Right. Okay, and LeBron topped Kobe's record. Symbolic. We talk about symbolism. Symbolism passing right, right. past Kobe Bryant in Philadelphia at that time. I mean, that's weird. He had Mamba for life on his shoe. Yep. That's a weird thing to write. Why are you writing Mamba for life on your shoe? Kobe's name was the Black Mamba. So, you know, that's the Black Snake. We know about the serpent and the snake. And all of a sudden, LeBron and Anthony Davis get sit snake tattoos representing Kobe. Not his face. His snake. You know, there's plenty of amazing tattoos. And they tattoo also had that, like, that... Y-head logo, right? Isn't that uh, part of Kobe's right. logo? Right, yes. So you always yes. got to look that at that part Y-head. of the logo, too. Yeah. Right. So... You know, there was a lot of weird shit around the passing and the number. And then LeBron posts a picture of himself in front of a goat sign the night uh, before. I don't like that. Which was really strange and, and superficial. Like, what did he tweet out the week ego. before? And then he tweeted, hey, well, no, in that goat post, he actually wrote to Alchemist, which is an Al- yeah. Alistair Crowley thing yeah. that we've spoken about before. So there was some weird shit going on before that. Yep. So ben? to me, the video you could throw in the garbage. That what literally video? means nothing. What the video? main, th- the Tracy McGrady video. That's the dumbest thing ever. So the whole How fact of him saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you if throw in the garbage talk, that someone you. said, I want to die young? Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. He didn't say I want to die young. His exact words no, were, I, mean, I want no, when to you, die young. No, when you said he was going to die young, he never I said that. I want you kept saying to that. die young, he yes, said. Yes, and we're going to get into that. Now, if he said, I am going to die young, you'd have something. But the fact that he said, I want to die young, this is when he's 20 years old. No, Kurt. So Kurt, he's at his. Kurt, Kurt, stop, stop, Fuck, stop. Because you keep doing this. You did it on the phone before and you're doing it again. We don't know when it was said. Yes, we, we don't do. know how many McGrady times. He it... said before he had fucking kids. Listen he to the said, video. He said he always he said he used didn't to say. have kids yet. He always Your mind, used to say, Tom, I want to right, die young. Listen to me. You three do not have kids. You don't understand what happens to your life when you have kids kids do you fuck 105 women do you fuck 105 women behind your wife's back that has nothing do you fuck 105 women behind your wife's back if you're such a family man nothing to do with fucking no no (laughs) no tom no when you're a celebrity or a basketball player everyone's a guy right so if these hot girls are coming up to you nonstop, you're probably more likely to do it I no, it. I'm not I, talking about Kobe as a uh, and I'm also if husband. I do that I'm, I'm talking about Kobe be... as a father. Did to you think notice... he cares any less about his kids because he fucks a hundred women is absolutely insane. Because what's notice... the what's the divorce rate in America? Did you notice? So you're saying all these people that get divorced because they cheated on Kurt, each other on don't your, like if, their if you kids? Cheat on your wife a hundred five times in a year. Does that mean I don't a give year. a shit about my kids? No, that doesn't make it. It affects how good of a father you are. Yes. No. Yes. Because if you're endangering the sanctity of your marriage, then you can't be 
an A plus father. That's part of being oh. a father, keeping the marriage together. So you're saying, so when he said this, he didn't have kids. You're saying, I'm saying even he started after kids, saying he it. wanted to die I'm young. So why he wouldn't he have committed it. suicide? Kurt, he, Gianna was born at 28, right? Him and Kobe's been friends since they were 23 or something. So I doubt he went from I want to die young to I'm not, never going to die. Like, wait, here's wait, the funny thing. Up. LeBron said something serious here, and then Ben, I'm going to kick over to you. LeBron said something, if you go back and listen to the LeBron speech, and if you listen to everyone who spoke about Kobe, they talk about the last three years. LeBron, in his speech, said Kobe has been such a great father over the last three years. Everyone has been saying over the last three years. But they did not say husband. No, forget about the husband thing. I'm just telling you, there was a change that took place with Kobe when he retired. Something happened where he all of a sudden became a great person, became a great husband and a great father and a great everything. We don't know that. But that's what everyone's been saying over the last three years. They knew that. They, they were friends with him. Tom, here's my point. If you don't have kids, you don't think of having kids. So his whole goal was to be better than Michael Jordan. That's why he, wanted to say, he said he wanted to be immortalized, right? Because he wanted to be greater than Michael Jordan. He knew he couldn't be greater than Michael Jordan. So what's the way to get a boost? Kill yourself. You die, right? Yeah. Most people want to die. He, so the Name whole one point- person you've ever met that wants to die. <laughs> Name one fucking person in 38 years on your fucking life that you've ever met that said, I want to die. Very depressed people. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not talking. Yeah, and I'm not talking about someone with a fucking mental yeah, issue. Anyone that one committed fucking suicide? normal, successful person that wants to fucking die. Exactly. So he didn't want to die. One. No, Tom. How many suicides are there? Kurt, a year? Those are fucking train wrecks and people who oh, are fucking stop. depressed. Kobe's not depressed. He's a billionaire. How do you know? Oh my god, Kurt. Tom, you can't say Kobe wasn't depressed. Kobe wasn't this. His whole Some goal was to be better know. than Michael Jordan. Oh my god. When he had kids. His whole life changed. Yeah, I know. He wasn't thinking, I want to die young because I want to be... Look what happened when he died, Tom. They wanted to change the logo to Kobe Bryant. Look what happened when he died, Tom. When everyone said, who's the best player to play basketball? Nobody ever said Kobe. I guarantee if you do a poll now, there'll be at least 10% that say Kobe. He's a smart person. He understood this. He knows that something that is completely unknown, that he I'm going to die so I can be popular. Yes, because that's yeah, what he was okay. yeah. at that time. When he, oh, so you think when he I was think it 20, makes more sense that he knew he had to pay off his sacrifices. But think how crazy what you're saying is. You think when he was 20, he was in the boule and he could foresee his death. So that's why he wanted to say that Kurt, I want to die young. Kurt, these guys and Bobby. I think that and, video, you could chuck it. It has nothing right, to do right, with it. Done. Now, let me just say one more thing. No. Yes, I do think he was in the boule. Yes, I do think he got out of the boule. Yes, I do think there might have been a hit on him at some point. No, I do not think this was the hit. Well, what was Kobe's thing. number in high school? Uh, John has Bobby in his new No, I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah, Does anybody know? I know. Eight plus six comes no, up. No, it was uh, 33. That was his number in high school. No, I, and I just told you. I'm not arguing that he wasn't Boulay. I do think he was Boulay. And if you look at but the to books, say, if you look at the books, the children's books. Yes, that were and right, I'm saying, yes. One was called The Wizenard or something, and part of the plot of this book and you guys can look this up, and I may stumble on some of the details, but basically this is... What children's book? Children's book just a... about rituals where you face your fears, right, and you utilize magic, okay? And the kids have to, like, sign contracts with this professor who gives them secret wisdom so that they can become better athletes and, uh, like, have wealth and fame and fortune and all these awards and everything. All of these people practice this Crowleyism 
a religion called it's like Thelema or Thelema. I, I always mess up the pronunciation. Whatever. Whatever it is, it's ritual magic. So the children's books are about ritual magic. And, and the one commonality between all these things, co- the Kobe situation, the Billie Eilish at the Grammys, the halftime show, is Aleister Crowley. The two, like if we did a Venn diagram, Aleister Crowley is related to all these people. And Jay-Z. Aleister Crowley is to Illuminati what George Soros is to politics. I would say that, yeah, yes. because they, they all practice this ritual magic. Like, for example, like Kobe had a multimedia firm called Granity Studio. And granity is a term for magic. Like, that's the force of magic. Um, and then when we talk about the correlation between that and the uh, halftime show, uh, what's the – not Shakira. Her first studio album was called Magia, which means magic. And, dude, when she came out on the halftime show – we'll get into this later, but I'm just kind of showing how this all correlates in the entertainment and the, in the sports industry. When she came out in that first dance – with wearing the red scarlet outfit with the rope, right? And that really, like, it was like a ritualistic kind of scarlet Child woman kind of whore yeah. of Babylon dance. That was the first time I got really kind of just eerie about it. So, um, you know, you have, like, a lot of this Crowleyism surrounding it. We talked about the boule, And then you had these children's book, which talks about, like, selling yourself, like, ritualistically to gain more, uh, you know. You know, and they say, like, you know, Oh, well, you know, you can't, it's not like Kobe sold his soul for a jump shot, you know? But if we want to go down crazy town, what if he did? What if there is some secret knowledge? Or like, what if there is like, you know, that movie Limitless where you get that pill and you have 100% brain activity? What, I mean, people take steroids all the fucking time, you know? So so what if like, I'm sitting in a locker room and I'm like, Tommy, I got this like black magic Aleister Crowley shit and it'll make you better than Michael Jordan. And you're that psycho person that wants to be the best of your craft, right? I'm just spitballing, by the way. So I'm not. No, saying- I mean, listen, you're you're right on this. And listen, I, I, I am too quick to throw that out because yeah. even when you said it to me, I said, "Shut up, Bobby." <laughs> but I mean, it's true. But I mean, it's true. Listen, we talk about how there's there's drugs like adrenochrome and things like that, which are far superior to any drugs that we've ever seen, right? This is what the elites do. It's made from fucking accelerated levels of of uh, uh, adrenaline from baby blood, right? right? It's a real thing. It's a fucking adrenochrome. Like, you can look at it. It's not, like, some mythical shit. Like, it's a real thing that they do. So, like, we also talk about how the government and technology is usually 50 years ahead of what we're seeing right now. We talked about Project Looking Glass, how people could see into the future. We even talked about possibly changing the future. We've talked about all these things that the public is unaware of. We've talked about, you know, these, uh, what do they call it when they have the... Uh, the the energy where that could blow up a building and stuff like that. What's it called? Energy that can blow up a building. The energy where they said nine eleven could have been from this energy. Oh, the oh, like direct, direct energy. Direct energy. 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 Yeah, directed energy. Yeah. Right. They have directed energy weapons. They have uh, uh, hologram things that they can oh, put yeah. in the sky that look travel. exactly like all that. This is all real, yeah. right? Yeah. Like this stuff is all CIA documented. So why can't we believe that they have something that's just steroids time ten? That makes your muscle twitch fibers even I think, quicker. I think it's right. quicker to make that 10 argument. times HGH. Right. I, I, would, know? I would be more to believe that argument for LeBron because of how much of an athletic freak he is. Right. Like when he was young, he, he could definitely still jump, but the way that he went from a skinny kid to this oh massive gosh, behemoth of massive. a man, 
That's, I mean, you can make a case for that if you wanted to, but with Kobe, I mean, he's universally known as having like an insane work ethic of right. being in the gym before, yeah, but, after. But I think that, I agree. I think that everyone. same work ethic though applies to your your desire to be the greatest, and even oh, like yeah. with Lance Armstrong, right? What look, look at his work ethic, but he also took performance enhancing drugs because he wanted that edge. You know, and I'm not saying that you know Kobe Bryant practiced ritual magic and that's how he got his jump shot. I'm just saying people like Kobe Bryant who want to be the greatest. Like a lot of people think that he made his number twenty. Listen, if it existed, if Jordan, if it existed, he would have done it. Right, right. So it's not a matter of if if Kobe would have taken something that no one would be able to test for that would make him the greatest of all time. You're talking about a guy who Kurt just said it's totally rational that he wants to die. That's how much he wants to be great, that he's willing to die for it. Yeah. So, I yeah, think I, that, think, yes. I think he's I think willing to take some drain across. Yeah, I mean, but regarding that point, I, after Kurt started talking about it, I did go back and look at the transcript, and McGrady said once he had kids, he did not have that mindset anymore. So okay. he, it, it was it was pre-kids, and then after he did, did have kids, supposedly he changed that, but... I mean, who who knows what the motivations for either Well, way wouldn't that are. make more sense why they would take him and Gigi out? Because if you think about it, someone like that, we all know that these guys make pacts, right? And here's the thing that I said the other day that I keep telling people that keep talking about the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil. People be the like, left, tell the me left, the devil left, doesn't left, exist. Left, the left, the left, the left, the devil, the devil, the devil. I thought it happened the, uh, again. Yeah, the, same, the devil the same, doesn't. The same. Yeah, the devil doesn't exist. Everyone says, right? And it's fine. It's fine if you believe in the devil, you don't believe in the devil, whatever it is. A lot of people will tune off anything about selling your soul. Because they don't believe the devil exists, therefore any selling of the soul and anything else isn't possible. And I want to talk to those people that are listening for a second here. There are atheists who don't believe God exists. There are regular people who don't believe the devil exists. There are people who don't believe Allah exists. It doesn't matter. Maybe none of it exists, and maybe we're living in a motherfucking video game. Like, none of that matters. The devil doesn't need to exist for people to worship him. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to understand that. This is not an argument. Yes, there's like when Larry Johnson tweets it and stuff. Oh, there's devil worshippers. There's no devil. It doesn't need to be a devil. They just need to believe that there's a devil. They're worshiping this higher power. And then there becomes these elites. The same way there's a pope in Catholicism because people believe there's a God. So there becomes a pope and priests, which become the second closest thing you can get to God and Jesus for those people. When you get into the Satanist, you have the higher levels of the boule, the higher levels of the Illuminati, the Soros, the Bushes, the Clintons, the LeBron James, the the guys, Shaquille O'Neal's. These are the guys who are basically the high priests, the Jay-Zs, the Beyonce's, the high priests of Illuminati, the high priests of the Boule. So they go by the old scriptures, the same way the Catholics look at the Bible from thousands of years ago and treat it as gospel and follow its rules. If you're looking at the Aleister Crowley shit from years ago and you're going back to hundreds and thousands of years ago of Satanism, everything was blood sacrifices. Everything was pedophilia. Everything was money, wealth, fame, power, and torture. So that's their Bible. That's what they live by. We've seen them do the dances. We know this stuff goes on. So I think people need to understand that first. The devil doesn't need to exist for these sick fucks to be doing blood sacrifices and shit like that. Yeah, I want to piggyback off that a little bit because I I was listening to Sam Tripoli's podcast who brought on Jordan Maxwell. And they were talking about, um, you know, words and how impactful the words are. 
and they mentioned that the Pope is known as the, you know, the the person who gets their you know direction from God, and he's also known as Father. So he's he's the original Godfather, and mm-hmm. they they had all these Roman Catholic churches that they put all over the country and all over the world to you know work out of in that regard. So they have basically bases all over the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all the mafia. It's the, whether the mafia is copying Catholicism or and religion or religions following you know the Freemasonry or where, the chicken and the egg, whatever was first. It's all the same exact process. Well, that's what this is. This is religion for the elite. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is exactly. And it's you know and and like we said, they get these kids young. So people, when people say, yeah, maybe it's black magic that made these guys better. Maybe it's fucking just some enhanced steroid that no one else has access to that's untestable. Maybe it's you know who knows what the fuck it is. HGH. You could worship anything as long as you know what the energy is that you're trying to worship. Like you can right. make up any name and worship dark magic. It doesn't matter who you're worshiping. It's just you know the the background of the energy behind it. You're you're running towards darkness, not light. Correct. Exactly. And and that's the whole thing that people need to understand that it just gets passed on over time and over time, and it becomes a a thing. And that's and that's what's going on here. And we know it's. Dude, like, listen, the most obvious out there are LeBron, Kyrie, Jay-Z. I mean, forget us. Other athletes and rappers talk about it. Like, you'll see tons of other rappers and athletes talking about these motherfuckers are in the fucking Illuminati. So, you know, if they're talking about it. Why do you think these guys like Kyrie and LeBron put it so in our faces? I think it's mockery. They don't even try to hide it. I think it's mockery, to be honest with you. Yeah, really? Because yeah, you can nowadays. You can now, yeah. I think I think it's just mockery. I, I just think, and I also think it's it's like flashing a gang sign. I also think it, there's mm. some ego involved to it, you know. Like, and it could be showing your loyalty. Maybe Kyrie's afraid, you know. Maybe how come no one, none of these reporters ever ask? Like, how come no one says, think LeBron, about why do you do that ritual? Why is that? Why do you have a why pyramid with an eye on your hat? That's a That's really weird. good cre- question, Kurt. Why they don't ask those questions? Think about it. We got to get in the locker room. Huh? Yeah. But well, here's the other thing you got to think about, too. How many people outside of us, because we see it on Twitter, right? You know, there's us, the Jordan Schaefer's, the Sam Tripoli's, the Larry Johnson's, right? Like all of us that are in that same kind of fraternity of conspiracy realists, right? But the regular person, like, were you noticing all this shit 10 years ago? How do we know no. it hasn't been there the whole time and we just didn't notice it? Oh, because it has. we no weren't doubt. as woke. You know, like, no doubt. that's the thing. We're seeing it everywhere because that's why they call it woke. Because you're awake. Like, we're awake now. Yeah, we're like, holy shit. It, like, Dude, was, we're not even seeing it. We're predicting. It's it's how, like, so bad everyone it to see me. it. Like, I'm, like, sight. in the middle of a gig playing in the sports bar, and I'm watching a post-game press conference with Kyrie Irving, and he's just wearing this black hat with the fucking eye of providence on it, the Illuminati hat, just sitting there in a post-game press conference. And I'm like, man. Like nothing. Like nothing. Like nothing. But you know what? I went to an Instagram. This girl, this this really hot chick that I follow. Um, I don't know how I even know her, but she wore a shirt and it just had the fucking it had the pyramid with the eye on the front of it, and she had no idea. She was with her niece and like at a pool. Like she just thought it looked cool, right? So when you're asking why, it's because there's been this long cycle, which hasn't been that long, right? Like how long has the boule been around? I don't know when it was established, actually. I don't know. I, I want to say it uh, it's not. It's not too long. I can look it up. It hasn't been that long. It's not like you know, like no. But it's this long process, and they say symbolism will be their demise, right? Like that's been the saying for a long time. That they're gonna get cocky, and they're gonna fucking put it out there too much. The thing is, once you do something, right? Like think about let's let's talk about the Kobe with the cheating thing, or any of us who've ever cheated on a girlfriend, or ever done anything that was kind of circumventing morality. 
you do it once and you dabble in it and you're nervous and you're scared, right? Like you go fucking on a date with a girl and you got a girlfriend or a wife or kids or whatever. And it's like, oh my God. And it's the adrenaline rush, right? Like I got away with it. I got to clear my phone, throw my clothes in the fucking fire. Like fucking, you know, you're freaking out and then you get away with it. And then it's like, all right, cool. And then you do it again and again and again. Next thing you know, fucking five years later, you're banging a chick in the bathroom with your wife in the other room right. at a fucking charity function. You become more, you know, more like, careless and, and you become cocky, cocky. right? It's the pe- it's the Peter principle, and I want everyone to Google and read about the Peter principle. I use this a lot in business. Everyone will eventually rise to their own level of incompetence. Okay, that's the Peter principle. Everyone will eventually rise to their own level of incompetence. What that means is you get so good and so smart and so powerful that you get cocky and you get loose Mm -hmm. and you become incompetent. And that's what's happening. They're able to put this shit in the public, which they want. You think the Illuminati and the Boulay don't want young African-American kids and young white kids walking around throwing up the the, the pyramid sign, wearing fucking Illuminati shit on their clothes? The more mainstream they can make it the further they can go to hide behind it because right. now it's just fashion. Mm-hmm. It's just sight. a trend. It's not Illuminati. It just looks cool, right, Ben? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they prefer that. They want people to be doing it in plain sight. They revel in it. Don't they, Catholics wear crosses? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, they, want, they basically want you to not even know why you're doing it and right. still do it. Right. Like, that's what but they want. But at the want. same time. It's marketing. S- marketing yeah. 101. But at the same time, they've. Uh, demonized it so much even if you're at like a party or something and you say Illuminati everyone thinks you're crazy right off the oh, bat yeah. true Illuminati but ask those same almost pre- like a meme now like people say like but, Illuminati confirmed right, you could join the Illuminati on their website it says join here yeah that's uh, yeah, I, I mean come that on curve. that's yeah. come yeah. on you're basically Christ, sending your information just, to the CIA yeah no I would never do it CIA.org I gave Tom's information and put it in you just you just click it you put Tom's information yeah it like downloads child porn onto your computer Kurt put my information in it. Um, he spits yeah, in so a urinal and too. signs up for the Illuminati on a website. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a Wednesday. But one of the craziest things about that is the way they get people to join a lot of the times is they catch them either uh, in, you know, in compromising positions, like with little yes. kids yeah, it's or, blackmail, or gay. Right. And, you know, yeah, it's always blackmail. So, I, like, a lot of the times, some like of these people, they don't that. even have a choice. Like, if they don't want their whole life upended, you do what they tell you to do. And guess right. what and they happens control. if... You don't abide by the rules. Public right. humiliation. That's right. why I'm always skeptical about the Michael Jackson, Antonio Brown, and Michael the Jackson. Bill like the, uh, the Game of Thrones, shame, shame, shame. Yeah, that the, whole one, I, like, yeah. the ones that get caught and get publicly shamed, I'm always skeptical that they didn't do it because those are the ones that probably either didn't play by the rules or wanted out, whatever the reasoning is. Right. Right. Or Mel Gibson. You Dude, know, Mel a, Gibson's the prime example of Hollywood. He's the prime example of someone that got publicly humiliated and cast out. And if you, it, So what do you think about Anthony Weiner? What about He's Anthony Weiner? <laughs> do you think he was casted out? No, I mean they they well, literally found him. I mean, they literally got, found him. I mean, what about? I mean, what, that's like what about Jeffrey Epstein? He got caught. Yeah. No, yeah. Anthony Weiner got caught. That's like that was like the beginning of the shitstorm. They have his laptop. Like Anthony Weiner's laptop is one of the most. Did you see like, that? Conspi- There's been twelve cops that have seen that laptop, and I think nine of them themselves. are dead. Yeah, nine, nine are dead. of them are dead. Yeah. Nine of the twelve cops that have seen that. Quote laptop. unquote. That's killed. You guys may not know because you're not in the New York area. Maybe in Jersey you heard about it, but last year there was a ton of suicides by cops. There's a oh, oh yeah yeah no more, I asked more than history. I asked a, a cop ton. in New York City that's pretty high up about it. What do you, what, yeah. what do you say? 
No, about the suicides that yeah. they're actually happening way more. He said, yeah, it's, but I didn't get into anything conspiracy related because I didn't want to. What I read yeah. about <laughs> this like crazy laptop is that the people that saw it, like from what yeah. I've, I've read, like them. quotes from the officers that saw it that said it's the most graphic and sickening thing. Like, and the, and you have to understand, like what a New York City police officer sees on a daily basis. Right. These people see dead people like all and for the time. them to like. Or there was a guy a month away from retirement that quote unquote killed himself. Right. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. He was it, suicided. Right. Was, like, and suppo- that's where supposedly all the pictures are, uh, the videos of Well, Hillary, that's where what's, what Hillary is it? Bob Hazel Maha, Drip? Whatever her name is. Like, I don't even want to say it. And shit. Oh, say it. Never mind. Say I take it. that back. No, I already said it. <laughs> Who are you talking what? about? I don't want to say it. It's almost it, like then the, fragile no, then rock. the stream's going to freeze, and it's just going to be like the left, the left, the left. What? And we're well, there's, a name, there's a name for the video you just talked yes. about. It's like they're fucking and sacrificing and murdering kids. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. supposedly. Almost like that. Snuff. It's exactly. like some it's like snuff, snuff. snuff. Yeah, and it's got Huma Abedin, uh, Abedin in it, too. So. You haven't and seen it. And by the way, it was no. Anthony Weiner's wife, and also you know Hillary's like Hillary. right-hand woman. Um, she's she's in the mix. Supposed and all love this interest. Shit, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're fucking lesbians too. Yeah. By the way, I know uh, I know someone who I know very well. You guys actually know him too. I'm just not going to say his name. Who um, worked in uh, the hotel industry and said in Chicago, and said every single time the Clintons stayed during his whole presidency, they never not only never stayed in the same room, they never even stayed in the same hotel. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you used to crazy. see Hil- they used to see women going up to Hillary's room and you used to see men going up to Bill's room. I women. think their relationship oh, yeah. is just like Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah, except worse because Jay Z and Beyonce like Well same with Kobe, right? If Kobe was cheating on his wife a hundred plus times and she knew about it and they stayed together. Well, no, so what do you think him. that's she about? Left, she left him at one point. They just got back together. Yeah, they she, got back she, together. She left. I don't think she was in on anything. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, she could have been. But it's different when you have two powerful people hooked up and a guy, a powerful guy, and just some chick. Yeah, that like no why would Beyonce about. ever be with Jay Z? Right. No, that's obviously that's you know, Jay Z. Even talks about how he was hunting her down when she was a little kid. Right. Yeah. It's like how they talk about. We're gonna have to do a podcast on this too. It's like how they, which I thought was hysterical at first, and then I started digging and went, whoa. Mm-hmm. When they started talking about uh, how Will Smith was involved in the murder of Tupac. Have you Will heard Smith's that? Will Smith from Philly, too. Yeah. Will Smith murdered Tupac. Have you heard that? I, I heard Boys 3. that conspiracy because Tupac was mad close with Jada Pinkett Smith. Mad. Like, Jada worshipped the ground he walked on. Yeah. Like, and Will hated it. J- Tupac hated yeah. Will. Yeah. And Will, Will, Will came out and said how he was very jealous about it. He, he said. He said, I didn't think I could ever have a real relationship with Jada with Tupac being around. But you ever notice this, and, like, after the death of Tupac and Biggie? And this could be me and just biased because of my age. Do you notice that they promote the shitty rappers and hide the really good rappers now? Yeah, is that is that just well, me? All or is of that rap a trend? is trash right now. That's how it's always been. Rap uh, dog shit. Post nineteen nineties. I felt like yeah. like the Tupac Biggie and may, maybe Eminem. I don't know. I, don't, I never liked Eminem that much, but I know a lot of people really love Eminem. But I feel like after I'm the huge. death of Tupac and Biggie, that's when we started seeing like the, like. Like, a lot of the, like, almost, like, hedonistic music, like, in rap. It started like, getting corny, for the most part. Like, here's my question. Oh, let's Have think you about guys this. ever heard of Prodigy, the rapper? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, because I didn't know if, like, he was really underground. Yeah. Check out Prodigy's lyrics, because that's a guy that should have been number one. And Oh, well, that's, and that's the whole point by it, in that industry, right? Like, you're making a good point, because it's like, look at how much sports has gone to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, sports sucks. Like sports sucks. It's yeah. a watch the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking worst. It like no one cares. Too much no money. one tries. 
The, they make too much money too young, and they're more focused on their fucking feminization of fashion. Right. Like, when do you lose a fucking game and put on a pink suit? <laughs> like, if I lose a fucking game back in the day, these guys would come out with their shoulder pads on in the interview, like, looking sad. These guys are more focused on the pregame and the postgame and sending their fucking boule message yeah. across the world that you start to wonder. Maybe we've propped up all the fucking you know, bitches who are just willing to sell their soul, like in the rap industry and like in the music industry. It's like they find these shitty rappers who suck, but they're willing to sell their soul and play ball. So let's promote them and make them the best thing ever, like Britney Spears and fucking all these idiots. And and then there's these underground people who never make it because they're never willing to sell their soul. Exactly. And and for someone that's in the music industry, I'm telling you, like, okay, even you go way back to Robert Johnson, the original person, sold my soul to the devil at the crossroads to learn how to play guitar. All the people that knew Robert Johnson said he sucked at guitar. He went away for a couple months, came back and was this prodigy and literally told everybody that he sold his soul. So, fast forward a little bit. You got, like, the British Invasion and everything. You have Led Zeppelin and, and bands like this coming out. Uh, all came out of this Laurel. A lot of these bands, well, not Zeppelin, but a lot of bands came out of Laurel Canyon, which is a whole other rabbit hole you can go into. But oh, yeah. with, uh, with regards to Led Zeppelin, they were big into Black Magic and Aleister Crowley. They even recorded in Al- Aleister Crowley's place. Uh, Plant bought his estate. And Plant went to the crossroads where Robert Johnson sold a soul of the devil and actually took dirt from that place. Okay, so like you're hearing all these things and and then in their music and then you always hear about the reversal and how like if you spin a Zeppelin record backwards, you know, it has like demonic messages and things like that. So, you know, this this kind of stuff has been going on for a long time and, you know, it's been generational. And so there's a lot of credibility and credence to the fact that in entertainment and in sports, they have been practicing these rituals for a long time. And they're all in the same fraternal order. So whether it's a halftime show with Shakira or whether it's a, a basketball Grammys. player. Grammys or Billie Eilish, right, who just I mean, here's collected the four from, Grammys, by the way. Yeah, and, and that's where we want it. So we'll circle yeah. back to Kobe here with Billie Eilish, Eilish sure. right? So, so one of the big things. So we talked about a little bit. Basically what we just talked about with Kobe, you, could, you can make a case to dig into it more, right? Here's some other shit, all right? Q posted about the state funeral. Bob, I'll let you I'll let you do that. I think this was very important. Um, We could pick it apart and say whether it was real or not. But Q posted about the state funeral. Right. Right. When was that, Bob? I mean, it was it was days before Kobe's death. Three, four days before Kobe died. Q posted state funeral and Google state funeral. Right. Yeah. Does everyone know what a state funeral is out there listening? Probably not. Right. So if I go here and pull it up and read the definition, I'm just going to read the part that I clicked out about state funeral um do you have it does anyone have it with you i can't wasn't it basically it right a, a funeral for you know a there person we go. of prominence uh, so you think q is state funerals state fun- funerals usually include much pomp and ceremony uh as well as religious overtones and distinctive elements of tradition generally state funerals are held in fuck i cut the picture off at that point but basically what a state funeral is it's a huge memorializing ceremony for someone to make it a state funeral will also will often generate mass publicity from both national and global media outlets. It's a national day of mourning for uh, after the family of the deceased give consent. Right. So it's a national day of mourning. It's a huge event. It's a circus. It's pomp and circumstance. What does that sound like? Right. Well, Kobe died. Q posted four days earlier. State funeral coming. 
and all of a sudden Kobe dies the day of the Grammys, and now we have this at the whole Staples day Center. of at the Staples Center, right? At the Staples Center, Kobe dies in L.A., which he played for in L.A. when the Grammys are at the Staples Center, and now we have this huge memorial for Kobe at the fucking Grammys. Like that seemed a little fucking shady too. There was someone else. Oh yeah, Whitney Houston died the day of the Grammys Bro. too, right? Young. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little odd, right? And then what happens at the Grammys that day? At the Grammys that day, Billie Eilish, who none of us had ever fucking heard of in our entire lives, switched 18-year-old goth, satanic, sick fuck. Like the sickest fuck I've ever she seen. She literally looked like this. Reptile from Mortal Kombat. That's she, the best and that's the best it. she's ever looked. Yes. That's the first time I've, I've looked up pictures of her. That's the first time I haven't seen her with blood dripping from her eyes right. and shit. Like this girl is so demonic. Watch her bi- video, Bury a Friend. Yeah. Watch the video, Bury a Friend, which won a word. This girl swept the Grammys, was all over everywhere with her androgynous brother. Who, you know, looks like... I you think know, she knows? looks androgynous. She's androgynous, right? People are saying... Then we start digging into the Billie Eilish rabbit hole. And she's supposedly a fucking dude. Yeah. Like, supposedly yeah. she's not even a girl. So she's this little 18-year-old thing who has this dark music, demonic, satanic music, sweeps the awards, wins like five Grammys. And guess why the only reason we all saw her was? Because we all tuned into the fucking Grammys to see the Kobe tributes. Right. And now, now they basically pass the torch onto their newest. Here's some lyrics from uh, Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, okay? Your talk be something that shouldn't be said out loud. Honestly, I thought that I would be dead by now. Wow. Calling security, keeping my head held down. Bury the hatchet or bury your friend right now. Doesn't that sound like an Illuminati kind of threat, like bury your friend, blood sacrifice? And how long maybe did it I'm, take you to find those lyrics? Maybe I'm reading it out of context, so let's read the next verse. For the debt I owe, gotta sell my For the soul. Debt I owe. Cause I can't say no, no, I can't say no. Then my limbs all froze and my eyes won't close, and I can't say no, I can't say no. Careful. Step on the glass, staple your tongue, bury a friend, try to wake up. Cannibal class, killing the sun, bury a friend, I wanna end me. That's the girl who just swept the, the Grammys fuck? with a video of blood pouring out of her eyes. Dude, watch the... Ben, have you seen the Bury a Friend video? No. Hold, dude, I'm going to have you take a second and just put it on on mute at some point when we're on here. Bro, it is... I had to turn it off because I was scared. It's scary. Dude, it's clockwork orange. They're yes. holding her eyes open. There's men ripping her clothes off. They're sticking her with syringes. She's walking like the ring with fucking black. She, in their prior video, she drinks this glass of black something, and it starts coming out of her eyes, leaking out of her eyes like blood. What like, the f- yeah, I mean, bro, it's, it's symbolic of it, you only need to watch in the, in the oh Project Monarch and the Satanic MK Ultra. Well, here's the other thing: you talk about bury a friend, and you know, I've read a lot about her being friends with that XXX Tentacion who died. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, he didn't just Go. die; he died in Broward Yo. County. And if you have heard of Broward County, that's where Parkland, the shooting, was from. That's Debbie Wasserman Schultz's county. There is. If you look up Broward County, you want to go down the Broward County rabbit hole. 
a lot of nefarious shit has happened in that county, including the most and, recent false flag, which gave birth to like the David Hoggs of the world and everything like that. Yep. So and the thing, the thing about him is that was her best friend, and the kid in the video that gets sacrificed in the video looks exactly like him. Strange. So what everyone out there is saying is it's so obvious that he yeah. was the blood sacrifice, and that was her payment. That was her bury a friend, selling her soul. Uh, take him and then we'll make you famous girl was gonna kill herself she was suicidal and now she's the biggest thing in the world Yo, i just i just watched that video that's one of the creepiest things i've it's ever creepy. seen in my it's life the worst like, the worst thing you've ever seen like, in your entire like, life right it's with with the eyes the demonic eyes like it, it, did you even get I through the whole sick. thing i know i have to skip through it like it's I, it's way worse as in the middle to sick. the end i like i don't know if i could watch this whole thing that it, this is terrifying. I, I have the thickest skin. I had to turn it off because it was making me sick. Bro, Avicii, like Avicii who, supernatural. who died young, uh, had a video about child abduction oh and human trafficking, like right before he died. Mm-hmm. Like, video, yeah, yeah, you remember that? This video has 311 million views. Yep. 11 million views on no, the Billie no, Eilish thing. Kurt, what did you say? 311 million? Yes. Yes. Holy Jesus! But Tom, fuck. you're a little off though. Billy English, whatever her last name I is, has been the biggest thing for like a year. Yeah, well, so I to listen, say it's I, just I, happening. I've what I'm saying, what I'm saying, oh, obviously, she's not winning Grammys if no one knows about her. But I'm saying we didn't know who the fuck she was. No, I've never even like really? like none of us like the kids know. You've definitely heard that song where she goes, <laughs> where she talks real love. <laughs> Sing it, Kurt. You Please had it. to. Touch me, like to lick me. No, she has another video called "Bad Guy" that has seven hundred. That's the one. That's million. the one I was just singing. You want me to sing it again? Please, no. Sing it again, Kurt. Sing it again, Kurt. Hold on, everyone. Everyone, quiet in the auditorium. Kurt, three, two, one. Touch me, don't it do that? I sing a little of me, wanna do, do me. I love it now. That's it. Like she talks, she like whispers the song. It's like real low. That oh song is. <laughs> no, there's definitely something up with her. This video is just like blood dripping down her nose. Good. I, got, I got to give it to you. I actually was bobbing my head a little bit to your singing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so catchy. Well, that's what they do, right? That's why yeah. I think that Bloomberg, no, there's de- there's that Bloomberg ad is like the weirdest thing that he what? just did on Trump. The first. Cream? No, the no, fucking little the little man. <laughs> the little bread man going lie 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 for three straight minutes. I was like, dude, this is brainwashing. Like, this is brilliant. This is like totally. Like, I was saying it. Lie 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 lie. They can't mean the left. Right, but I think it brainwashing. It was brainwashing. If it's brainwashing, I was singing it later on. Lie 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 That is ridiculous. That's like the worst I've ever seen in terms of music videos. And I've watched a lot of those Illuminati type. It's not a music video. It's a fucking horror movie. It's a four minute horror movie. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's like a little demonic short. It's a four minute horror movie that should be banned from TV. It's like it's scary stuff. Think about the fact that we're promoting this girl. This young girl at a time when sex trafficking is going on, Jeffrey Epstein's going on, the Me Too movement's going on, and they're fucking glorifying this girl getting fucking raped all video and killed and MK Ultra and poked with needles and brainwashed and turned like people will be like, oh, you're getting old, you know, you're getting you're getting soft as you get old. Go watch the video. It's bad. Billie Eilish, bury a friend. And watch the rest of them, because they're all like that. But start with bury a friend. And then realize that they made the whole Grammys about this girl. Mm -hmm. And Kobe died to put all the young people who were already going to watch it. But all of us people, I would have never watched the Grammys. I made a joke about not watching the Grammys. The only reason most people tuned in was just to see what they were going to do for Kobe. 
It was the absolute lowest rated Grammys ever. Yeah, and, and it would have been zero. The Grammys raiders have been <laughs> falling through the floor. They've been falling through the floor. They were saying that this this was going to be the lowest ever. So, I mean, what do you need to do to spike the Grammys ratings? They're, the Boulé um, and the Illuminati are making... Artists. Well, the Boulé and the Illuminati are making... The Grammys are critical. The Oscars are critical. Why? Why are they so critical nowadays? The same reason the ratings are falling. But why do you guys think they're so critical right because now? Because that's the one time where they're all Shapes together culture. in one place. Yes. Yes. To, and they could spread their message. Yeah, to their message. sell their message to the masses. To they could eat, whether it's the fuck Trump message, whether it's the fucking Illuminati message, whatever it is. So they need that to be big. So why not fucking whack Kobe the morning of? As Billie Eilish, the new fucking toy is going to be on. So that's a big thing. The Whitney Houston thing was a big thing. The tweets were a big thing. Um, how about Jay-Z and Beyonce holding the Rock Nation brunch, the, the Illuminati king and queen, the day before the Grammys? Right. Uh, LeBron posting a picture of himself in front of the goat. Uh, Kobe used to call his workout the 666 workout. Right. That's what he used to call it, the 666 workout. That's just fucking weird, mm -hmm. okay? That's just fucking strange. And he scored 81 points on his 666 game. Right. Uh, he spoke open. I'm just reading off my list now. Spoke openly about finding his faith and that that's all that matters. Meaning that he was leaving the fucking dark hand and going to the light, and that would fucking piss them off. Uh, started getting to filmmaking. How about the commercial about the helicopter crashing when he fucking threw the basketball at the helicopter in the commercial? And then there's another cartoon from three years ago or five years ago with Kobe crashing in a helicopter with his fucking trophies. I mean, we didn't even talk about it. Bob. That you has to be what? right up your yeah, alley. Well Whenever I try to, whenever I go down these holes and try to, like I said, I try, I just try to use the information that's in front of me. Like, I, there's plenty of celebrity deaths where I just, you know, think that they died of natural causes or whatever unfortunate circumstance. Um, but when you see things like, I always predictive programming is a big thing. So that's what where that uh, cartoon comes into place. All the gematria, gematria, the numerology. Like, I mean, I know some of that stuff's kind of like, okay, you can throw. Oh, well, if you, if you add the offensive rebounds plus the steals, I mean, like, if you're really like <laughs> stretching, then you know the the numerology can be kind of you know silly. Right, you can make anything you can make numerology anything. if you stretch. But there is some stuff that's pretty cool and, and pretty, pretty obvious. interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting. So when I see stuff like that. Um, combined with you know, like I, oh, anytime I hear air, airplane helicopter crashes. Right, helicopter I, I immediately, immediate. that that immediately is a. Red how about flag. how about that? There was a viral death hoax for Kobe just a week or two before that. What you remember I that remember when there, that. there was a few weeks before that? Maybe it was even months before that. But there was that you know, everyone thought Kobe died. There was that death hoax that was going on. I didn't know anything Facebook. about that. Yeah, it was on Facebook for a thing. Um, Bill Clinton was at the game with LeBron James. That was in strange. Philadelphia. I do want to point that out. That, that was wasn't strange. weird. And then during the Kobe tribute video when LeBron's flashing the triangle and the 666, I know he's, that's his warm-up routine, but if you just watch it real subtly, he flashes like three or four different like ritualistic symbols like during his pregame rituals that are very yeah, strange. Why, why wasn't LeBron no ever why wasn't, why wasn't Kobe at the LeBron game? That's a good question. That's, my, that's the biggest question. First yeah. of all, I know Kobe and LeBron didn't like each other. I know it's bullshit. I know that's all fucking Why did LeBron bullshit. come I, to L.A.? I mean, that seems kind of symbolic, right? He came into Kobe's town. Right. You know? I mean, Everybody it, it's, loved it's all yeah, it's, it's all odd. But why would Kobe not be there in Philadelphia when the president took time to show up? Right. We know Kobe flies and could get there very quickly. Because he's extremely helicopter. competitive and doesn't want to congratulate because, someone passing exactly, him. Exactly, because him and LeBron were never really close. Right. No, that's they the definitely thing. weren't. 
They were not close. And anyone who says they were is a fucking idiot. You could just hear the way LeBron talks about them. The odd it's kind of like the same way with LeBron and Jordan. They're of not course. close at all. Yeah, either. no, no. Listen, Jordan none of those guys them. are ever going to be close. If you're fighting for the greatest of all time, the other person's your enemy. Right. They're just so competitive. Right? But, I mean, they're going to pretend like they're, they're close, right? But they're not. They were not close at all. LeBron was a part of this. LeBron was in on this thing. It, I'll even go that far. But, uh, I mean, even just the name, the Black Mamba, you know, Black Poisonous Steak, LeBron's the king. The big thing is, I'm not real big into the fucking uh, uh, the year of the rat, year of the horse right, shit, right. but this is kind of interesting. LeBron is born in the year of the rat. Uh, the main trait of the rat is that it relies on a group of loyal friends. Mm. Kobe was born in the year of the horse. The main trait in a horse is that it's independent. Mm. Both signs are mortal enemies. January 25th, the day before, Kobe was the beginning of the year of the rat. Yikes. So, I mean, like, listen, is that why you don't know? But... Listen, if you are symbolic and you do believe in that, wouldn't you want to time it? Like, it's right. not its not a matter of coincidence here. It's just there's too many of these things that are fucking adding up. So, like, if you write, uh, like, an article, me, like, though. for a newspaper, you use an inverted pyramid style. So you have the most pertinent information or something that's the most valid, and then you kind of work your way down. So what you just said, I put towards the tail end of, a, like, a, a newspaper article, but that, that information right. Right. still needs to be in there just to kind of throw exactly. it in there. Either to decorate it or just to say, you know. In this, and of itself, it's meaningless. It's, it but when you add it to 18, a, yeah, 20 other things, yeah, right, right, exactly. There is one thing I'm curious about, though, because in the past we've always seen, like, the Illuminati-type deaths that we think they come in threes. And I'm not sure if we saw that this time. Maybe not. Maybe not. Kurt has Douglas, anybody looked into Kurt, any yeah. other type deaths around the same period? Kurt Douglas just died, and there might have been another Well, there was Neil Peart, but he was a drummer of uh, Rush. I don't know. There was some actor that just died, um, Mm -hmm. some old actor. Kurt um, Douglas? No, there was a different one, like in the past couple days. But, I mean, it's it's already been like a week later. I'm just curious about (laughs) around that time if if anyone knows of a couple other deaths, because usually that's when it happens, like... uh, you know, a couple of stars go. All right, Kevin Conway died on February 5th. Kurt Douglas died on February 5th. Uh, Mary Clark died on January 31st. Fred Silverman, Mary Duget, Kobe Bryant, Jim Lehrer, uh, John Carlin, Tyler Guads. All these are since January 15th. I don't know. Like, honestly, it would be three. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I've just always seen in the past what about any of the big deaths that came. There was always like, two other stars around the same time that are just a little lesser yeah known. that's just an energy thing. <coughs> yeah yeah um so so that's that's a big uh a big verify here's a big no, i thing. think i think Go. a lot of the stuff you're saying right now validates his illuminati attachments and again i a hundred percent think he was in it right right i just don't think this was the hit because i don't believe in coincidences so i don't believe they magically picked the day where everyone else couldn't fly and they knew kobe would force his pilot to fly and then, and the same thing with the engine failure. Right. That's a knock because if there was something going on, they would do something to the engine. Yeah, so the but fact you, that they said no easy. engine failure. No, it'd be pretty yeah. easy to shut down the electricals. Bingo. Yeah. And that, that the same yeah, they thing. With the they could have. They could have shot it out of the sky with direct energy. Well, the same thing. Uh, and again, was like the Paul Walker of Fast and Furious who ran his car into a freaking tree, stuff like that. You know, yeah. they always talk about you know with smart cars how you know. I mean, you, I mean, you can always remote take over. A car. Oh my god! Yeah, they yeah. could have remote taken over the helicopter right. in two seconds. Right. Yeah. They, yeah, they, but they I mean, could've... if you go that far, then it's basically. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not, not really far. going I mean, that far. They they can do it right now. Remember TLC? It's technology that exists now. Yeah, they can take over airplanes. Yeah, I mean. It's not that far. It, like autopilot, they could take yeah. that over. 
my car fucking drives itself and stays in the fucking lanes you know my audi like i literally push a button and it drives itself like on the highway so uh, they have the technology for it that they could fucking just implant the chip in this thing and then all of a sudden in midair take it over and fly it into a hill like it's not fucking rocket science you're talking about the elite of the elite they have access to every single thing (laughs) in the world yeah it's not Um, the big the big thing here too there's another thing that kobe was in the middle of a battle uh with that pharmaceutical company remember that yeah all right so the ceo of that company uh had indictments unsealed that we're going to send this guy to like prison for like nine years Uh, i think he was adding drugs to the supplements and there was this whole huge thing going on about how corrupt this motherfucker was he was in a war with kobe bryant over the black mamba rights i believe it was Kobe was tied to this guy. Epstein ties into this in some weird kind of tertiary way. Like they were both part of the same foundation. But this guy was, is like a really bad dude that was in the middle of this huge legal battle with Kobe Bryant over the naming rights uh, of this new supplement and stuff like that. So, you know, you tie that into it too. You know, the, the guy's pharmaceutical company uh, works with genetic en- engineering and artificial intelligence. Oh, there you go. That's what this guy's company That's does. The eye of the that beast. was in a war with Kobe. Was in a war with Kobe Bryant, right? You could also talk about the false flag aspect of Kobe's death. How the Republicans, the Senate, the impeachment trial was just about to start on Monday, where the other side was going to get to talk shit, right? It wasn't just going to be. They were trying to put a mask over that. So this is a false flag to take some attention off the uh, Trump impeachment trial for that week, because we obviously all knew he was going to get acquitted. So it's put something new into the news stream for that. I mean. So many things are just coincidental and odd here. Google marked it an assassination. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. Right? I, I posted like, that you fucking in the went chat. on Google. It said assassination oh, for the whole day. Tommy, that, that's the one that's where I posted trolling. when I said, fuck you all, because I was like, God damn it, it says assassination. I was like, now I got to buy it. That's insane. That's just trolling by some nerd in Silicon Valley I mean, saying, let Kurt, me get That's you nerd. doing what oh, everyone else does. So you does. just think Google knew they were coming. Kurt, that's, that's what you're doing silly. what everyone else does. That's about as ridiculous that's as not looking silly. at your shit. Yeah, it's really that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life that you just said, Kurt. Oh, so you think Google knew this was happening and then I think it's just another symbol. It's uh, symbolism. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Wikipedia. Uh, right. Kurt, it was Google. Okay. I just think a lot of these are reaches. Like, I'm all in. Okay, I here's would love not there to be a conspiracy, but I think a lot of these are reaches. The smoking gun in this thing to me are the two children's books that were written. And and if you just read the plots, obviously I'm sure a lot of people listening aren't going to go out and buy these two books and read them. If you look at the plots to both of these books, it involves rituals, it involves magic, it involves summoning and praying to to fallen gods. Uh, And in one of the books at the end, the girl goes in and and her dad is like praying to a fallen god who uh, the girl summoned for powers. And like she's like, what are you doing, daddy? And he says... uh, uh, or she, he says, like, why are you doing that? And the father says, because evil is not that bad. Like, that's the end of the book. Like, that's how it ends. And so, and then you look at the cover of the second book, which was called, like, The Tree of Ecroff, which is one of those reversal things that we talk about, flipping the script, right? Creating a mirror world. Ecroff backwards is force, okay? And so force is, like, you know, like a form of illumination, a form of magic. Or And then if you look at the tree, it has the tree above and below, Right, it has the tree on the top, and then the roots on the bottom, like an inverted tree. And the biggest uh, Aleister Crowley quote that's used a lot is uh, "As above, so below." And we've seen Jay Z wear shirts 
like this, as above, so below, do what thou wilt, things like that. So, do what thou wilt, right. he was in so that the Crowleyism is tied to Jay-Z, it's tied to Kobe, Jay-Z is tied to uh, everything we've talked about, whether it's basketball, whether it's the Grammys, Rock Nation just took over, guess what? The, the halftime, halftime show. show. Okay, all this stuff is interconnected, and that's where it really gets scary to me. And then you hear Rock Nation. Rock Nation is short for Rockefeller, right? Rockefeller Nation. And we talk about Rockefellers, that's one of the 13 bloodlines, okay? So we hear Rockefeller, Rockefeller. You can do a quick Google image search right now, just type in Jay-Z Crowley, and there will be him wearing a shirt that says, do what thou wilt on it, okay? Mm-hmm. You'll, I guarantee the first three pictures you'll see something like that. And then Jay-Z's at the fucking scene of the Grammys, throats thing to Rock Nation brunch right after Kobe, right before, right after Kobe dies and right before the Grammy ceremony. I mean, you can't write a movie script better than that, in my opinion. Am I the only one that doesn't think Jay-Z was a good rapper? I mean, I don't know if I'm on an island. Well, that goes to the same theory of they're they're promoting the bad rappers and hiding the good rappers. I think most. I I have a 10 hour 90s rap playlist on my Spotify. I don't have a single Jay Z verse anywhere on it. I mean, listen. I think there were others that were far superior to him. I think Jada Kiss wipes his ass with Jay Z. There's a a lot that are far better. Like Jada, if you if you talk to a fucking like this is one of those things with the Illuminati. I do think Jay Z was a great rapper. I think his flow was very different. It was kind of new and. You know, it's it's an interesting flow at first that became iconic. But the thing about it is we talk about this, right? When you say like, oh, they didn't didn't just get a jump shot because you got in the Illuminati. It's like, no, they hand select who they're going to make powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's like Jay-Z probably was willing to work with it. And Jadakiss wasn't. Because when you look at like Jadakiss and how popular he wasn't. And if you look at Jay-Z and how popular he is. I, it's not. It's not even. It's it's it, the equivalent. Jada Kiss compared to Jay Z is the equivalent of Michael Jordan. You know, compared to fucking Scott uh, Skiles. Uh, not, <laughs> not that bad. It's not. It's not that extreme. Kyle Korver, you know, or something like that. Right? Like, it's not even close. But why is Jay Z this fucking iconic person? And Jada Kiss, no twenty-five-year-olds probably even ever heard of. You know, like I unless can't you were our age, you, you didn't Jada even know who Jada Kiss was. Because Jay Z sold his soul. J- Jada, Jada Kiss is top three to me. I can't believe you said that. Yeah, Jada Kiss, Rock Him, like that's. Yeah, like, but I don't know who Jada Kiss is. So, like, the casual, the deck, you don't know who the locks. Jada Kiss is. I consider my myself a casual to below casual hip hop fan, and I don't know who Jada okay. Kiss is. Right, and he's by far the best. I, I think he's. he's yeah, I mean, I put Eminem. Eminem, Rock Him, Jada Kiss are probably my three. Mm. But I think uh, I think Jada Kiss maybe one. Like that's how good. Well, Jada I mean, is. I don't know. I so. liked Most Def, and I, I feel like he kind of got pushed under the rug a little bit too. And I could be wrong about that, but well, a lot of them do, right? And a lot, and a lot of those guys that get pushed under are the ones who are posting the videos about these motherfuckers or Illuminati. Look into you know, Prodigy. Like, oh, you'll see rappers Prodigy's doing it. The Prodigy. Big one. Prodigy's the big yeah. one that's been talking about the Illuminati, and he's also talking Prodigy's about homosexuality been about, and, and hip hop. That part, of and the he's rituals. also one of the best rappers who fucking didn't get to get famous as everyone else. Yeah, and he, I, I know he died at age. I, I, I want to say he died at age forty-one. I could be incorrect. Someone please look that up. I don't know. I could be wrong. But his last album was called Hegelian Dialectic, which is what I've referred to. And the Hegelian Dialectic is where you instill fear 
in the uh, you, you create like a like a motive, and then you instill fear in the people. When you instill fear in the people, it breaks them down, and that allows you to control them. So the Hegelian dialectic is an element of government control, or just mind control, or control. are you are you serious that that was his that was last his last album? album. It's called Hegelian dialectic. Do you know he died? You know he died by suicide. Yep, died by suicide. How old was he? I don't know. He died as a result of hanging. Oh, result of and hanging. When was his? <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. In 2017, 42. Oh, okay, 42. I was close. Prodigy last album. Jeez. Hegelian dialectic date. Let's see. And you were saying this album is all about what? Well, I mean, the the title of the album itself. I mean, just the the concept of the Hegelian dialectic yeah. is something. And he said the Book of Revelation. Yeah. That's what it was. Yep. It was called Hegelian Dialectic. And Prodigy was coming out and speaking a lot about this shit. Dude, he spoke him, about right? all the rituals, all the initiations. He talked about the sodomy. Uh, he says that, you know, in the hip-hop industry, most of them... Like I said, I always set preface this. All right, so here's the here's the weird thing. All right, so... And not to cut no, you off, you're good, you're good. Go ahead. So, so Prodigy, I googled Prodigy Illuminati interview. Right. Oh, that's the, one of the February best. Two, one of the best. February 2017, July 2015, June 21st, 2017, May 2017. Prodigy died 2017. Yeah. By suicide. But I think he was also sick. So I, I think. Didn't he I have think, sickle cell? Huh? He had sickle cell, maybe. And, and yeah, uh, he did. so I think this was his swan song saying, I'm going out anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. It yeah. just, you know, this I haven't dug into it yet, but it looks a little odd that you're talking Digging about. Prodigy's uh, lyrics. Yeah, whenever Wasn't Immortal so... Technique into that stuff too? Yes. Yes, he was. Big time. Actually, yeah. I love listening to him. And, <laughs> and, and here's, what this, here's what this makes me think. Like stuff like this. So this, this is just me spitballing. Kurt, you're a big Wu-Tang guy, right? So, yep. old dirty bastard, right? I wasn't a big fan. Yep. He changed his name to Big Baby Jesus, right? Old dirty bastard. Yeah. And then, and then he died. How did he die? I don't know. But I'm saying was like, assassinated? It was, was ODB some type of sacrifice? Why did he change his name to Big Baby Jesus and then get taken out? You know? Or die, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, all this kind of stuff, like, it, it just, you know, I could go down probably an ODB rabbit hole and find some information if I wanted to. I don't want to lead anybody astray or anything like that. But He died November 13th, 2004. Yeah. I don't know how, how old he, he was die? when he died. Of. Drug overdose, shocking. Oh, drug overdose? That's the easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. Easiest way to kill him, just make it look like it was drugs. So. Um, yeah, so I believe all this that we're going to start. Hundred percent, hundred percent, they're all. But uh, but no, I believe that we're going to start seeing fucking celebrities and these boule people. All right, so predict your early. next death. Oh wow! Oh, conspiracy death pool, huh? Mm-hmm. A- wait, like, athlete you mean just or celebrity? In general, anyone who's the next big name going down. Mm. So but not tough. like not it's, like a Kurt Douglas that's a hundred and three. I think a comedian. Like, I think a comedian's next. I, Justin Timberlake. Ooh, Justin Timberlake. I'm, I'm taking Justin Snoop Dogg. Snoop just went against the Queen. Yeah, he did. I'm, I'm going. Not, Snoop. It's so funny because I'm in that. I'm looking at what, who's in that Snoop controversy there too. Um, yeah. What did you say? Who? Uh, who did you say? Justin Timberlake. Why'd you say that? Justin, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he's definitely involved. <laughs> Did you just want to pick a young white kid that has nothing to do with like? <laughs> no, I, I mean he's been involved in since the days that he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's obvious, but I Britney think he's Spears one of the leaders. And Christina Aguilera. Yeah, I think he plays ball. Yeah, I think Timberlake's on the fucking LeBron side. Like, it's yeah. not, I don't think it's always about playing ball or not playing ball. I think two. I'm going to tell you two people that are going to die soon. I don't know oh. if they're going to be next, but they're going to die probably them. within the next five to seven years. 
Um, I think it's going to be Kyrie and Chappelle. Mm. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think Chappelle, whatever happened, Chappelle got over it because he came back. Yeah, but he, he came back touched. talking about fucking all the political shit. Mm, I don't know. I think he's past it. Now, why Kyrie? He's the one showing Because I have a theory on Kyrie. I'll say Kanye. I think that... Ooh. I'll say Kanye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kanye is a good one. Yeah, that's not bad because they could always say, well, he's crazy. He was Right, that's the what they do. They make him crazy yep. before they whack him. Yeah, Kanye's good. Because if you watch Kanye's rant, I think his MK Ultra honestly wore off. And then what they try to do when your MK Ultra wears off is they try to immediately put you into a rehabilitation center, which realistically is just reinstalling your program, right? Well, that's why they said he looked like a zombie the, the day, day when after. he was and with then, Trump. Yeah, because he went to his psych ward for a day and came out and he was like a zombie standing next to Trump. I think that speaking. was symbolic because I think the Trump administration or whoever surrounding Trump offered him protection. And, and I know that sounds really weird, but I just... I think there was a reason why he stood next to him. And that's why I think Kanye's being protected. He looked, no, his eyes looked like he was a fucking zombie. Yeah. He looked like he was and, on 20 And when Xanax. they kept snapping pictures, he said something that was really cool. He was like, yeah, he was yeah. like keep taking the pictures or like something like that. Or like, yeah, something weird. It was, it was like, definitely it was like, it's pocket. on. Like whatever, whatever. Yeah. So our, let me just run through our list. Um, did you just so say li- out of pocket? Yeah. What? <laughs> so, so our list right now is Tom's Kanye. trying to be hip. Chappelle, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, Kanye, Chappelle, Kyrie. Bob, who'd you say? Kanye. Kurt, but if you did? guys think uh, Kurt, Kobe's a, Snoop, if Kobe's a real conspiracy, then you should be siding with someone like Shaq or someone that was like friends with Kobe that you think's going to flip out and try to leave. Well, Snoop. Yeah. Well, you can't take mine. Why not? I like yeah, it. Because I already got it. All right, so we got Kanye, Chappelle, Kyrie, Snoop, and Justin. Justin, okay, I have an actor. I want to put, put in a second one. Can I throw in two? Yeah, of course. Death Throw in uh, Matthew McConaughey. Whatever it is, whatever Ooh, it is, whenever the guy dies, we're just going to take one. that one little clip and air it. So yeah. Why sure. Matthew McConaughey? Put in Matthew McConaughey. I just I got a feel he's a Southern guy, probably probably a Trump guy. He also did uh, the. Uh, What's that tele- oh, not television show, that HBO special, uh, True Detective? Oh, I got a good one. The uh-huh. first season of True Detective is a crazy season, which, like, mm-hmm. if you guys watch it, Woody Harrelson and go back. I know a lot of people probably yeah, watched great. that first season, but it all had to do with trafficking, abduction, and satanic mm-hmm. symbolism uh, taking place in Louisiana. So it, mm-hmm. it almost, like, the way that it was portrayed, it was almost like an, like an expose. It, it was really strange, mm-hmm. so... I, I, uh, I think, uh, hold on, I got one. I got, I, I'm got. i going to add one. Uh, this, is a, this is 100% going to happen. Oh. Yeah. We got this a is, lock this is, death this here? This is a lock of all locks. I may actually sacrifice my other two picks. Don't take mine. He just said sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do a blood sacrifice here, and I'm going to swap out my two picks for Corey Feldman. Wow, that's a good uh, one. They just denied his uh, documentary. Cor- yeah, what do you mean? Too it's, too, it's too obvious that someone's going to be eh, murdered? I don't think. I think nah, if I predict cheating. that Corey Feldman's going to be murdered in the next fucking six months and he well, dies. Well, he's trying people. to blow the whistle on this. Well, that's, so that's why cheating. he's going to get murdered. That's why it's All a great right. pick. I got one okay. that I have to add to the top of my list now. Okay, I got oh, Johnny Depp. Whoa. Why? Why Johnny Depp? I thought he was going to say Luke Walton. Johnny Depp. He's been going through a lot of shit. He was one of the top actors ever. Still probably is. Still coming out with movies. But he's going through shit like, you know, he's all he's hooked on drugs. And he's getting abused by his wife. And he's getting publicly shamed and humiliated right now. I, I think the days are, days are ending for him. 
All right, Tom, so... can I add a dark horse here? Yeah, yeah, we all get two. I want to go right. Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton in the death pool. <laughs> You're not even going to make it. I think, fuck? No, I think she figures out what's going on with her parents, and something happens, and they have to get rid of her. I like that. Mm, okay, I'm going like to throw that. in two dark mm-hmm. horses. Jim Carrey, oh, Jim Carrey and Shia LaBeouf. Ooh, those are the two. Ooh, Shia, Shia's like. a little wild, so that's yeah. good. Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, LaBeouf is definitely a loose, loose cannon. He's a so loose cannon. He runs his mouth, and he's been seen right, in music okay. videos with the Project Monarch shit, but he, his has worn off on multiple occasions. Multiple yeah. occasions. He's dangerous. All right, so now if we all had to pick one, mm. Celebrity Death Pool, 2020 Celebrity Death Pool. So it's not who's first. If your guy dies... We'll each put twenty this bucks on This is so bad, here. man. This is so, so bad. I'm going I'm locking in Corey Feldman as my number one. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, ben, who is your number one? <laughs> well, my number one's definitely Johnny Depp. I just I think we might have to find uh Actually hold on, here's where we have to do it. What? We're gonna say it so that we can make the can sound we draft? clip. Can so we do it a draft sounds great. Draft three? So everyone say it so that we can isolate it for an individual sound clip. So I'm gonna go first. So the person I think is definitely getting whacked this year in 2020 is Corey Feldman. Okay. He's going out there, going to murder him, and when that happens, you could all bow to me. Ben, who's yours? <laughs> I think they got Johnny Depp on ben, the Ben, preface it as it's an isolated <laughs> clip. <laughs> My okay. name is Ben. And, I think uh, if there is anybody who's going to be taken out by the Illuminati deep state this year, it's going to be Johnny Depp. All right. See, there you go. And what was the, what was the reason? I, I just think that he's... Short circuiting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's over <laughs> for him. I think that his career is done, and that they're just looking to take him out, and they're publicly humiliating him right now. And with the drugs and everything, it'll be easy to take him out. Bob's lessons. Okay, my name is Sideshow Bob, and I want to be on the record <laughs> as saying that I do not want this to happen. However, if there's somebody that I fear is going to be taken out, it's Kanye West. And the main mm. reason why I think that is because I feel like he's on a similar path that Kobe Bryant's on. And I feel like that whatever the Project Monarch that was on him wore off, I feel like he's led a good life. He's been leading all these uh, prayer services, and his last album was completely uh, you know, religious-based and faith-based. And that's usually a, a sign right there that you're treading in dangerous water. So if those things are true, he could be on the top of the list. Kurt? What's up, everyone? My name's The Bod. My pick for the 2020 celebrity death is Snoop. I feel like he went after the queen, Oprah, and I think his days are numbered, unfortunately. Yeah, you don't fuck with Oprah, that's for sure. You don't directly tied to the Clintons. (laughs) The closer you get to Bill, the worse you get. The only positive is LeBron is the... LeBron is the king puppet, and he's in tight with Snoop, so maybe LeBron mm, can save gonna be him. I'm just glad that Kurt didn't choose Chelsea Clinton as his number one. I we wanted would have had to, to choose so a, a fourth co-host by next week. No, <laughs> I don't know why Chelsea. Why I think like going to take time, draft, like a snake draft, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we we should call it Clonton instead. We shouldn't say no. The, I was going to take Chelsea, but when you said 2020, I think Chelsea's going to take a couple more years, though. I don't think mm-hmm. it's 2020. Oh. So the secondary list was Jim Carrey, Shia LaBeouf, Matthew McConaughey, Snoop Dogg. Oh, he's on the main one. Kyrie Irving, Dave Chappelle, Chelsea Clinton, and Justin Timberlake is on our <laughs> secondary Timberlake. death pool list. So, like, what I'm, what happens if all four, Corey Feldman, Johnny Depp, Snoop Dogg, and Kanye all die this year? Like, do we, we have viral. to just go down as, 
Like, no one could ever argue anything we say ever again. I don't right? think yes. we should do a victory dance or... I no, will victory our... lap the living <laughs> shit out of that if any one of them die. Oh, my God. I would probably, I would probably retire. <laughs> Anyone... Like, oh, that's Corey, it for me, guys. Yeah. By the way, Corey Feldman is about to release uh, this uh, video, this documentary uh, on pedophilia. Netflix on how he was raped. Meanwhile, Netflix does nothing but shows about rape. Like, every fucking show is about rape and sexual fucking misconduct and serial killers and this. Netflix refused to pick it up, and they're saying they're only airing this documentary once. It will not be aired again. They will not show any previews of it. They're airing the documentary wherever it's being aired. Um, Maybe, like, stream it, it or aired? something? It's something weird, Wait, but they so refused they decided to air to it more air than it? Uh, how to watch and the Corey Feldman's live, right? You have to stream it live. Oh, it's wow. called the rape of two Corys. Well, people uh, are going to rip it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not going to circulate as much. This thing should be sitting on Netflix. Right. The rape of two Corys, where he's going to expose all the people who fucking raped, um, release date, poster and ticket arrival dates. Corey Feldman's a good one. Who's who said that? Tommy G, bro. Huh? You, that that wasn't your first one, right? That that was like your ah, dude, it's, it's the best yeah, one. No, you yelled uh, at him because it was too obvious. Yeah. yeah, I kept my promise. My truth is coming. Three nine twenty twenty tickets go on sale. Two twenty two twenty twenty. A lifetime of silence. We got to live stream this, bro. He's so gonna be murdered soon. Can I? Can I throw? Can like I throw he may James, not even make it. Can I throw in James O'Keefe? He may. Yeah, sure. Nah. Throw him James O'Keefe in there. Just throw him in there. Just throw him in there. Let's just murder ben him. Ben gets Lance Bass, too. Add that to the <laughs> <list>. <laughs> All right. So do we want to talk about any of the uh, impeachment stuff that went on? We should spend oh, at least a minute. Time. We're minute already on two show. hours. All right. So well, let's spend a minute on it. Just laughing. Forever acquitted. Yeah. Forever acquitted. So Trump got acquitted. We knew that was coming. Um, the Iowa caucuses have been a complete shit show. Everything's a disaster. I'm afraid to go into it too much, but... What uh, if you had to vote for a Democrat? Who would it be? I mean, I don't know how people can choose. Like, it's really a shit show over there. But if each of you had to vote for a Democrat, who would it be? Oh my God, uh, Tulsi. Tulsi. Okay. Yeah, I think you have. To. Even though I, is she still in it at this point? No, they don't even like. They said they're going to bury her in Yang because they don't fit the narrative. She's in a legal battle with Hillary Clinton. So, yeah. oh, that's the one. Oh, God good damn one. it! Yeah, Put go. Tulsi, Tulsi for me right All now. Right, Tulsi, I mean, I had one slot left. Oh. on my anyone that's ever gone after Hillary Clinton in a lawsuit ends up committing suicide. <laughs> Kurt's got like a 98% chance of winning this. <laughs> wow. You sue Hillary Clinton, you might as that's well put like the gun in your own That's like a seventh mouth. round steal. That's like a and seventh that's, round And that's going to be perfect. Because it's going to Lamar Jackson in the 13th Jackson. round. But look what happens after that. Chelsea figures everything out after that happens because it's so obvious. And that's when the Chelsea thing what? happens. Did oh you parlay God. that? I just parlay. <laughs> Put Chelsea with Tulsi on that. You just parlay a Chelsea coach. I was drinking Can soda. we parlay celebrity deaths? <laughs> Kurt just hit an action reverse on <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. That would have been the perfect time for us to be on video. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just spit all over my laptop. That's I'm waving right. out. Oh, fuck. I almost lose choked, I almost, you almost lost me in the death oh. pool right there. I fucking almost choked to death. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Kurt with the first Kurt, death pool parlay. 
<laughs> Chelsea Clinton, Tulsi Gabbard, and neither of them were his number one. Snoop was his number one. So, Kurt, over or under two years. You gotta take the long Chelsea. shots. <laughs> take the over. He might hit the body bag trifecta if Snoop dies. <laughs> wow. The body bag no, Snoop's my. Snoop's my money line guy. Those two are my parlay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Real quick about the halftime show. Yeah. So, uh,. They have to. We'll, we'll leave the political Trump shit out of it. Who gives a shit right now? Um, the Grammys is a whole nother thing. Obviously, we saw it went on. But the Trump, the halftime show was fucking insane. I did a whole thread on it mm-hmm. on the halftime show uh, where I basically detailed all the symbolism from the Super Bowl halftime and pictures. Some of it I got online from other people. Some of it I found myself. But uh, just crazy symbolic, Bob. Yeah, uh, you know. At the at the worst, it was like symbolic and uh, pagan ritualistic, and at the least, it was very political. So there was a charge to it. Um, however, you know, and, and I'll be honest. At the time when I was watching it, I was like, ah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And then I went back and looked at some of like the more fine print. Once, once, thank God, people who are much more dedicated than I am to this dissect it for me, and then I just repost all their information. You know, mm-hmm. um, I. Like I told you before, that Shakira dance was the first thing that really stuck out to me and kind of, you know, just kind of shocked me. And then I, when I started looking into that, because it looked like a ritualistic uh, sex magic dance. And sex magic is a Crowleyan kind of, uh, Aleister Crowleyan um, ritual, which they believe that, like, actually, like, like the sexual energy of the woman, like, it has, like, some type of, like, electrical charge, some type of power to it. And so then when I... You know, started digging into Shakira, and I saw that her first album was called Magia, which means magic. Then I was like, okay, that has an extra layer to it. How about the X rope that she was holding up with the same? Yeah, the X rope is huge, and that's the same picture from Tony Podesta when he had the little kid in the fucking red underwear being tied up by the X rope with his hands in an X. Crazy, and Shakira takes the rope and fuck like who wraps a rope like that? Here's the other weird thing about that. Unless you're intentionally doing it. Supposedly, the kid in that picture is Anderson Cooper, and the reason why it looks like Anderson Cooper. Look at it, and and I I know we've both shared it, so we'll share it. He's CIA. Yes, Um, and that same type of imagery is uh, located in this Vanderbilt house, and uh, he comes from the Vanderbilt family. So there's this house. That has this like pool with these nooses in it. It's like one of the most disturbing like images I've ever seen, and uh, it's very similar to the image that painting of this child that's being bound just the same way that Shakira is holding the rope above her head. And if you look at the image, it looks just like Anderson Cooper. So Anderson Cooper has CIA ties. He uh, he also has ties uh, to the Vanderbilts. Um, so that was a very strange one. Um, the Jennifer Lopez Ew. one where she was on the stripper pole and everybody was kind of like bowing down to her and she did like the sign. Oh the God. Yeah. The symbolism on that was insane. Yeah. That one kind of scared me a little bit. Um, I think something. It's all the male needs, slaves like looking up to her. Male as the slaves, queen. a lot of feminine. She lot was of stepping on their power, stepping on their necks, energy, and then the aerial view of the of the female symbol um, with the eighteen mm-hmm. little kids in cages. Now she said the cages had to do with you know uh, kids yeah, being okay. trapped at the border. So at the baseline level, there was a political element to it about border control. And if you dig, well, the, I think there's something something that needs to be mentioned is that. A lot of these, you know, rituals and, and symbologies and stuff, the dancers may not even know right. why they're doing it. It yeah, just right. might be part of the choreography. So they're just doing it these so it's on though. TV and they might not know the real right. reasons behind it. Right. 
So it's they very, might think, uh, oh, you know, this was just a part of the children on borders, but it really represents something else for the person right. who actually created it. So it's car- it. compartmentalized. The kid doesn't know why. I was I just going to say it. So it was very compartmentalized. Yeah. Part- <laughs> <laughs> I love compartmentalized. Go back to studying your death pool parlors. <laughs> yeah, your death pool parlors are so good. Yeah, I mean, so at the baseline, it was political. Uh, I think there was a lot of uh, symbolism. How about the fact that there was 18, 18 cages. cages outside the symbol? Six plus six plus six. I didn't like that. But uh, and and if you look from the aerial view, the the satanic temple thing that they talk about that symbol, yeah. the satanic temple is the circle with the cross at the bottom, yeah, so right? Weird. Which is the female f- sign, and it has the goat head in the middle, right? Like the goat head in the middle with the triangle. Right. Well, if you look at fucking J Lo's outfit, it doesn't take much effort to see that that is blatantly a goat head over right. her crotch, stomach, yep. and tits. Right. Definitely, like the the outline of the fucking costume is one hundred percent identical. And then, again, check my tweet that I posted. Uh, maybe I'll repin it. But if you search Tommy G Super Bowl symbolism, Super Bowl two words, mm-hmm. symbolism, you'll be able to get right to the thread and it unfolds itself. But she had the goat head as her costume. She's standing in the middle of the stage. From the aerial view, it's an all-seeing eye circle with the, the satanic symbol and then six, six, and six cages with kids in it outside of there's it also yeah there's um, also rumors that Je- jennifer lopez's godmother who lives in miami which is broward county uh practices santeria which is like this like occult witchcraft ritual and she would like put spells on people to like help j-lo like increase success in her life and all this shit so there's like weird shit behind j-lo's grandmother well what about the two people that they chose to fucking um be the male rappers oh yeah the it, one right? dude had like when they had bad bunny and fu- i never even heard of these fucking dudes i don't follow this shit but... bad bunny's huge another thing yeah, about i'm sure, the they, I'm sure bunny, they are huge. bunny's another one of those like an owl like like white rabbit because you, you you hear a lot about bunnies and white rabbits and as part of uh their symbolism too you'll hear uh you know like alice in wonderland you know like follow the white mm. rabbit um so you'll see you'll see stuff like that. But the funny thing is, Jay, uh, Bad Bunny and Jay Balvin, like, again, I, I, I was familiar with them when they got on stage. They're going to probably one-hit wonders. I don't know if they're popular or not. But um, I don't know. I don't listen to that shit. But there's pictures of him. He showed up to the Super Bowl with a silver jacket with a gold-plated skull on the back and the all-seeing eye in between on the forehead of the eye of the skull right. on the back of his jacket. Like, that's the jacket he wore to the Super Bowl. And then they showed other picture from the Super Bowl of Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny, both with their heads down in a praying motion, holding up the cross, the uh, pyramid, in front of their face. And then they had the OK sign in the pyramid. So if you make the OK sign that they look through, you know, when it's like square with the three fingers up, right. and then you connect a pyramid, it's a pyramid with the OK sign in the middle of it. That's a very strange way to make a pyramid. It's creepy. Right? With the OK sign in the middle of it. So... Obviously, them fucking the dude. I don't know which is which, which is Bad Bunny and which is J Balvin. But one of them at the American Music Awards literally painted a tattoo of a fucking eye in the middle of his forehead at the American at the American Music Awards. So you're talking about two of the most blatant Illuminati fucking symbolists in the rap game right there. If you're walking into the award show with a fucking all seeing eye on your forehead. Did you see the checkerboard? Um, That's why they chose him. Checkerboard batting on a pregame, uh, Shakira doing the into a fucking into a veiny dick microphone. I've never seen a microphone. Never seen a microphone with veins before. So this this is the whole thing. (laughs) This Me Too movement. Women are the best. Women are everything. You have the biggest stage that you could ever have, and you two forty year old women barely dressed, twerking, licking the microphone, stripper poles. That's what you do. Right. 
Like, doesn't it go against the whole movement of how, we're yeah, not just how, how sex much symbols? How they grab their pussy? I mean, J-Lo yeah, grabbed their pussy more than Michael Jackson. Grinding up against Bad yeah, Bunny the, or whoever the, the she was grinding. has been so far intact into mm-hmm. our psyches that people justify it's normal. It. I heard someone argue, oh, you don't know what it takes to be on a stripper pole, the amount of athleticism and all this stuff. <laughs> it's not about the stripping. It's about the women empowerment. The I'm like, athleticism. get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> And How about the superb owl oh, halftime God. show? Yeah. Did you see those commercials yeah, with the owls all over them? Superb yeah. owl instead of Super Bowl. And then my favorite was uh, just to top it all off, right? Like just when you thought it couldn't get any better and more obvious, a Bush tweets out best Super Bowl halftime show oh, ever. Right. Yeah, that just Jeb Bush. The nail in the I mean, it's just like, all right, cherry placed on top. Like, so there funny. we go. Yeah, because me and my friend, there was a. Uh, someone's wife was there and we're both like this is the worst halftime we've ever seen and she got really offended she's very liberal oh what did you think about uh, maroon five last year just because you're a white male dude i thought the maroon five one was worse sucked oh yeah that was bad too but it's crazy how people see things differently when they see this stuff right right and uh, i'm wondering bob do you think this type of ritual is drawing the energy from the viewers to magnify the ritual yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we talk about everything's about energy, like like we talk about opening portals and things like that. I know that sounds weird, but you know, there's always references to Stargate or just anytime you do anything, you open a portal to something. So if you bring upon something positive, then you're opening yourself up to a positive change. So these types of mm-hmm. rituals are public ways of opening these types of portals, and that's even what that like Scarlet Woman dance is about. It's like like this magic dance that's supposed to open the portals to like another realm. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, these are, like you said, like public ways of displaying those types of things. When are we going to get a normal halftime show? Never, never again. again. You'll never Which get a normal Grammy. Well, like, what is happening? Would you have to, th- you have to understand <clears throat> that going forward for the rest of our lives, the Boulay, the Illuminati, the Freemasons, the Bilderberg group, these fucking elite people have nothing on their mind except brainwashing all of society and turning us into the movie 1984. Mm-hmm. That's where we're heading in the movie, the book. Uh, it was a movie, too. But they're trying to brainwash us. They're trying to shut everyone down. They already, they're not even worried about our age. Those of us in our late 30s, early 40s, they gave up on us. We're, they're good. Fucking great. If we can grab some of those guys, awesome. They're oh, they taking these kids. kids, these internet kids, these Billie Eilish lovers, these fucking nut jobs, these transgender kind of dressing like chicks, fucking male children, and they're just brainwashing all of them so that by the time we're 70... And 20, 30 years from now, we're going to look down and go, oh, my God, what the fuck happened? We're basically living in a drag queen story time fucking world. Yeah. There's no religion. There's now. no sanctity. Everything is sex, money, fucking satanic, fucking androgynous bullshit. That's well, where we're, we're going to be in 20, 30 years. Right. We're already there. Yeah, but here's the funny thing. We think we're there until we see where we're going to be. Yeah. Yes. Right. You know, like that's Just the thing. Like, like the you know, first flip phone to now and I Exactly. Like, yeah, when we, exactly. iPhone like, 1. You we can't like, oh, picture something more great than a flip phone until it's you gonna, see an iPhone. It's going to look like, like everyone's going to be fucking orange hair, pink shirts, fucking like everyone's. It's, it's can't say get, the word so, he or she or. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whole uh, language will be Ma'am shut down. or sir. So, Kurt, oh, yeah. hypothetically, you're saying. sitting yes, on the couch with your wife and kids watching the halftime show and that crap comes on. What what do you in Georgia do well, or say? I think Georgia would love it. Uh, actually, I do know what happened because when I came home, my wife and kids weren't with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife loved it, and my daughter loved it. But I think Rob, MLB model, had a great tweet for this. He goes, why do I feel like my kids just watch porn? Mm-hmm. 
something right. like that. And then everyone called him Boomer and everything. But that's really what it was. It was. I mean, really would you feel comfortable, Kurt? I, keep in mind, George is a female. Peyton's a female. But would you feel comfortable watching that with your daughter? That, it's really weird. No, it's right. I, like, wouldn't I, you be I like, like, I could see maybe right a now. mother with her daughter. Like, you know, it's probably. But for you with your daughter, like, I would, I would, I would walk out of the room if. if it, your to me, was it was walking. really a disgrace. And I know I sound old, but it really was. Yeah, I can't believe you're on the biggest stage in the world, and that's what you're doing. You're just a sex symbol. Like that was I way thought you were more than, than that. That was way worse than the Janet Jackson nip slip the, thing. That's what I mean. It put that to shame. Yeah, the twerking, the grinding up against the, the bad bunny and those I'm guys. Forty-year-old horny male, and I loved right. it. Means it was wrong for kids. <laughs> like, right. You know, like that shit was porn. Like, Ugh. and we're gonna just start seeing it and seeing it and seeing it more and more and more. You want to try Mad Lab and talk about the UFC yeah, controversy oh, before we get out of here? We're supposed to warn him. We're supposed to warn him, right? Just fuck him. Wait, well, I'll warn him now, and let's just discuss it before we call I'm him. I'm just going to call him anyway. Oh, you can call him no, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it for a second. You can let him know we're calling, see if he's, see if he's okay. fucking bench-pressing something. Well, okay, so the best I'm, thing about I, I didn't Lab, see any of this shit, so give me kind of like yeah. a brief lowdown of what happened last night. Bad official well, Yeah, we will. So it was, it was Ben, did you, yeah, you've never seen a UFC fight. No. <laughs> um, so Ben, That's break crazy. it down. Come on, not even a McGregor fight, Ben. No, it's <laughs> weird, Ben. George St. Pierre. Everyone's seen a George St. Pierre fight. No, not really. He, he know so George basically, Jones fought Reyes. Reyes on, was a huge. We gotta go on, Kurt. Reyes was a huge underdog. No one thought he had a shot. And for the first three rounds, Reyes owned him. Mm. All right. Then the fourth round, Jones clearly won. The fifth round was questionable, but you give it to the yeah, champ because you got to beat the champ, right? So it was 3-2 Reyes. He won the fight. They go to the scorecards. All three judges had it for Jones. One of them had it 4-1 to Jones. And why I think this shows that it's fixed is not because it's 4-1. Because if you're going to fix a fight as a judge... 3-2. And you know that guy lost, right? You would do 3-2. But what I think happened was he was so scared that Jones... Because if he... Reyes won the first two rounds. If he gave Reyes the first two rounds and Reyes knocked him down or something in the next three rounds, he would have had to give it to Reyes. Right. And what Mad Lab taught us, they give their cards in after every exactly. round. Yeah. So he couldn't risk Reyes knocking him down in one of those rounds to mess up the cards. And the scary thing with MMA was so great for however many years and you see it now turning into the corrupt sport that boxing There is. was four fights last night. That were just the most ridiculously scored things we've ever seen. Last night, they instead it on the broadcast. These were mostly boxing judges from the commission. Why are boxing judges? Why judges? do they no, score it like boxing? X? Why do they score it like, like boxing? I, I don't. I don't know why any it of it should it's be done like X that. UFC fighters and trainers. Ten of yeah. them in a room with the sound That's off, said, marking the goddamn fight. It shouldn't be eighty-year-old guys that can't see on cage sitting side. ringside. Dude, I've sat cage side numerous times, probably five different times, at everything from Ring of Combat in Atlantic City up to actual UFC fights at the Garden. And you can't see shit. It's insane. Like, you think from the cage, you can see out. You can't see anything. Do they have monitors? Because it's right on top of you. Do they have monitors, too? Like, can they, like, look at replays? They do have monitors, but they're, 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 they're uh, eight-inch monitors. Though. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> they're looking at, like, like little things, <laughs> like, smaller than my laptop. So, it's like, they should be sitting in a room in Secaucus with a big screen, 75-inch television with three different camera angles. You know, yeah, but how many times have the NFL have we criticized the NFL officiating when they have you know that room in, in Secaucus as well? You know, well that's because it's delaying the game. Uh, These guys aren't stopping the game; they're just watching right. the fight on it. Okay. Yeah, 
like to see the fight better. But there was there was multiple fights that were thirty twenty seven that it should have been scored thirty twenty seven for one person, which means they won three rounds to zero. Where one judge had it, they lost three rounds to zero. So it's like there were judges. One judge would have it two to one, one person, and one judge would have it three to nothing, the other person. Like just completely all over the place, completely random, completely fixed. Now, Ties into this... what we were talking about with McGregor, Kurt. Right, how... and then Bob said it perfectly with ESPN. You, now that ESPN has taken over yeah. Disney and ESPN, you saw the McGregor fight. Anyone that doesn't think that was fixed is absolutely You're insane. insane. That's person, why I saw it. There's no I way with Stephen A. Smith on that one. Yeah, because Cowboy Cerrone is one of the toughest guys to ever yeah. fight in MMA. You're telling me this guy can't last 45 seconds with Conor McGregor? You're telling me this guy can't get off punch. one punch? He didn't land with a single punch, and he gets knocked out by... The only head kick he threw was when McGregor already had his arm up to the and left. And that was his like only strike. kung fu. But he already had his arm up, uh, covering his head. And then you everyone's know, like, like, he got hit by shoulder strikes. When yeah. have you ever seen a fighter lose because of shoulder strikes? And when have you ever seen someone keep their face in the way of said shoulder when they easily could have got out and broken their fucking grasp? And then he went down to the ground and started curling into the fetal position three different times. I've never seen oh Donald Cerrone curl in yeah. the fetal position. And he's just Watch looking up fights like, don't hit me. Come didn't on. even try to grab a leg or nothing. Like, just literally curled up. Like, all right, give me my check. Okay, yeah, and you got Cerrone ultimate. I mean, he's always willing to take a fight, right? Like, he's, right. And, and he's one got of the, the most be- fights. Yes. And, you know, he always brings his kid up on stage. I mean, yeah, he wanted a paycheck. Right. And he just recently had the kid, too. And, and he yeah. changed his life. And he says he's seeing things different right. now. Kind of Kobe-esque. Jones and McGregor are the UFC. They have to protect them. Right. Maybe Cerrone does too. But in but let's not forget this. We always talk about, yeah, you could say that after. Both me and Tom, without knowing, predicted yes. that this fight was fixed prior and to the bet fight. It, and bet it to be a first round knockout because we said it couldn't get hurt. He couldn't even I didn't even go down. to Tom's house to watch it because I knew it was already over. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So do we have Mad Lab available? Now let's see what Mad Lab Hold on, says. Let me call him. Hold on. Yeah, I told him we're calling, so he's ready. Now, he can't hear us. He can't hear you, too. I'll speak right. for you. So, Ben, he's not going to hear your questions. Just yeah. direct them at Tom. <laughs> your MMA <Wow>. questions. <laughs> your MMA fight questions. You guys can hear the phone ringing? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. He's probably lifting. Huh? Yo. <laughs> What's up? What's up? You're on the No Mercy podcast with Tommy G, uh, Bob's Lessons, uh, KG, The Bod, and Ben. What's up, gentlemen? Nothing much. The they fuck's so up, They son. can hear you, okay? You're not going to be able to hear them. I'm going to try and put my headpiece near you. So okay. I'm going to speak for them. So, Bod, what, Bod, what do you want to ask the Mad Lab? Now, Lab, after last night, well, I guess what's your initial reaction? So he wants to know, what's your initial reaction after last night's fights? So this is a conspiracy podcast, so we want to know the conspiracy side of last night's UFC fights and the debacles that was the judging. Well, I don't think there was really a conspiracy as far as, you know... Uh, okay, we'll call you later then. All right, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Danny's up next. Get me Danny online, too. <laughs> get Danny. You, unless Houston hates their own people, you know, outside of Derek Lewis, I mean, then, you know, you could kind of throw down the narrative out of the way, but... You know, the problem is I just don't think Houston has ever had a big, big fight. I don't think they're educated. That's a big word right there for them. It's just they're not educated enough on the fights. And, you know, but in, in the main event with the judging, to be off the way it was, I have my own outtake on that. But as far as the judging in the hall, I would say probably one of the worst cards in 25, 30 years of watching 
um, a car in the hall. I've never seen judging that often. It really stemmed from mostly one guy. That, that's what was the crazy thing. It wasn't like all over the, the board. It was really just this one guy that just... It almost seemed like he, he was getting paid off. I got to be honest. With you. I mean, what do you mean? Almost? He definitely got paid off. He wasn't I mean, even watching the fight. Yeah, but some of the fight, uh, some of the fights, there was no reason, rhyme or reason behind it. I mean, these guys were first fight prelims, second fight prelims. So it's like they, there was really nothing at stake. Um, but I mean, if you're really watching, oh, he just didn't want to be there. I mean, he just did not want to be there, and that was the problem. I've never seen judging like that in my life. It was how about Rogan? How about Rogan pointing out on air nationally? <laughs> This judge isn't even watching the fight. He's like, the judge isn't even watching the fight. And then like 30 seconds goes by. He goes, this guy's still not watching the fight. And the camera was showing him. You could see him on camera looking over at something else, not even paying attention to the fight in the ring. Yeah, he was looking down at the floor and or on his phone. And he was talking to someone and he was on his phone. Yeah, Joe Rogan didn't have a good vantage point, so he didn't know if he was looking down at his phone or looking down at the floor, but he was looking down at something, and he wasn't uh, paying attention for about a minute. minute and a half. And Murphy fight. Yeah, it was, it was it's, it's And the Andrea Lee-Murphy fight was the worst decision of the night, way worse than fucking John Jones, in my opinion. Yeah, and the one decision that, that I, I, you know, uh, we talked about a little bit was um, the Andre Ewell fight. I know that the, 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 uh, the computer went down. That kind of shuffles the... Uh, the scoring for the judges and stuff and when it came back up during the decision there was a 30-27 for Ewell in there and it's impossible it's odd because it's almost like when a computer regenerated itself it kind of flipped the scoring you know what I mean well that's what we thought initially right me and you were texting each other like that 37-27 should have been the other way but for those that don't know for those that don't know MMA it's scored kind of like boxing like 10-9 rounds right so 30-27 means the fighter won all three rounds. So it's like 3-0. So this machine was coming up. Right, he didn't even throw a punch. He broke his hand. Yeah, so it's impossible he could have won the round. So me and Mad Lab were thinking, we were texting, and we thought, oh, well, this, you know, the, the machine must be fucked up. It must have printed the wrong score. Little did we know that that was going to go on for the rest of the fucking night, and these judges well, were just would, out of their mind. If it was that, though, you know, they would have fixed it. They right, no. And, and they would have fixed it. Because they've done that before, actually. They, they yeah. About a couple months ago, actually, that happened. A good 10 minutes later, they came back in and said that, you know, they, they, it was a uh, poor school card. Kurt, do you have any questions for Mad Lab? Do you see MMA going the same route as boxing as far as corruption? Do you see MMA going the same route as boxing as far as corruption? Well, here's the thing, and this is this is what really bothers me about the main event now, and and this is, it's obviously the whole card because these were you, know, you guys can hear him, okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boxing judges and this and that. Now, Tom Fadum to McGregor me. next. I've mm-hmm. never seen, and those of you who don't watch boxing really won't be able to view it and see what I was watching. But you're not going to see. I'm going to bait him right now. Yeah. Did from such a good boxing uh, vantage Bust player. him in I mean, his nuts right now. If you guys don't know I'm going to slip him and rip him. Did you say slip and rip? Angles, and as he's changing <laughs> angles, he's creating spots for himself to unload. So he was literally slipping and ripping. There was a couple times where he was he step back, step Over under two more times, he says slipping and ripping. Knock any mortal out. You know, so from a boxing judging perspective, if you're, if you're a boxing judge and you're watching that, you're appreciating that. You know, and that's when I was really, I was like, these judges, I mean, it's, these they, they guys must be loving this. You know, and he won the first three rounds handedly. I mean, wow. he was sticking to him. He was putting yeah, pressure on him. Um, he was, if you look, notice, John Jones kept extending his fingers. Yeah. Um, he always does to keep him at He got warned. Dominic Reyes yeah. was showing him no respect. He was smacking his hands down. He was pushing the pressure, hitting him with some nasty wheel kicks. He had John like Jones running. 
Like yeah, running away from him for three rounds. John Jones had his back to him running away from him. Yeah, he had him doing the junior desatos. He was skirting the cage. He was running the warning track. You know, so, you know, he had him running for the first three. Fourth round, you know, it was close. No, fourth round, Jones won easily. Well, it was not close. It was not yeah, close. Fifth Mike. was close. You also got to go about what they're watching with power. You know? Yeah, but that, that was an easy John Jones win. The fifth round, the fifth round, right before the fifth round, when Jones went into the corner, his camp told him, I think you need to win this round to win this fight. John Jones admitted that. You know what I mean? So where they got, at very worst case scenario, it should have been 3-2 to Dominic Reyes. At the worst. There's no way he won the first. There's no way he won the second. Third round was over. Even with the takedowns, when he took, when he was taking Dominic Reyes down, first of all, he was clasping his hands. When you get that deep and you clasp your hands, you should be able to suck those hips up and drop them. He couldn't drop them. And when he yeah. did drop them, he got right back to his hips. He caught that was wild. The break. So Dominic Reyes was ending the exchanges, you know, in a pos- on a positive note, which should have gave him points. But the problem, another problem I had is Dana White. And I got to be honest with you, I don't like what Dana White said after the fight. What? After the fight, when he was talking about the commission, he said, listen, it's the commission and it's us. And yep. I get it. They, the UFC has zero to do with the commission but when you come out publicly and you say um you know i personally had a 3-0 going uh 3-1 going into the fifth round but who's who's i'm not a judge who cares it was a great fight anyway yep. that's not now, an answer. yeah like, and he used an to be the one that was so outspoken yep. this. This and now that it's espn yep. you know and and that's that's not a that's not an answer and kurt's saying the same thing that i'm saying and that bobby's saying and we're all saying the same thing. Conspiracy Theory Podcast. This shit, since ESPN got control of it, has gotten shady as a motherfucker. And all of a sudden, ESPN's tied to Disney, blah, blah, blah. We know all about that. But all of a sudden, Dana White's becoming a puppet. The old Dana White would have been like, that was disgraceful judging. I thought it was a fantastic fight. There is no way that that fight should have been scored four rounds to one. That's it's a disgrace. We're, we need to investigate that guy, whoever the hell that was. The scoring the whole night was a shit show. The funny thing is, man, me and you both texted each other before the fight saying, Reyes is going to win this fight just because this fucking whole card is upside down and fucked up. And Dana White, on any time a card would have been like that, would be screaming from the top of his lungs. 1,000%. And all of a sudden, he isn't. So is it fair to say that box that MMA is becoming boxing and it's on the, it's on the way? Well, here's here's the only reason why I will lean towards that a little bit is because this is his industry. If you knew it was at stake last night. Jones, <laughs> there was a lot at stake. You know, there was records at stake. Now, for me, you could look at the book, and those records are going to be printed there. But for me, there's a heavy asterisk because, in my opinion, he lost po- two, possibly three fights in his career. He lost to Gustafson, they gave it to him. He lost last night, they gave it to him. Uh, the Thiago Santos fight was extremely up in the air and close, so I'll say 2.5. So those records to me are kind of null and void. If he loses that fight last night, none of those records are broken. None of those yeah, but isn't he a different so fighter now that he's off the juice? You're, you're yeah. right in a way. Do you wonder? Maybe these people knew there was so much at stake here. This kid has such a bright future. I want him to go into the conspiracy. Yeah, cheating cheating McGregor. He's going to have his rematch. He's going to lose his now shit. They know who he is. Now everybody knows who Dominic Reyes is. Is this going to be a big money fight? John Jones is going to get his accolades, and ESPN is going to make a slew of money on the rematch. So there's two, there's two two-time things that we've seen here since ESPN's taken over, right? We saw John Jones, the Tiago Santos fight was in ES, when ESPN took over, fixed. We saw this one fixed, and then we just saw McGregor Cerrone fight, which was completely fucking fixed the whole entire time for McGregor to knock him out right away, and Cerrone took a dive, right, Mike? 
I'm not that. I, that I won't concur. With. Why? You just said that they fixed <laughs> it for Jones. Why wouldn't they fix it for me? It's the most fucking obvious thing in the world. I'm talking about a corruption. No, They're corrupted, whether it's with the ref. The commission has, has zero to do with the UFC. Zero. No one has zero to do with anything. We're talking about how Bill Clinton controls the NBA. I Completely wrong. Completely not. Okay. Okay. It's not. It's corruption within a sport. It doesn't matter. We saw it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me explain to you. We saw it in FIFA. We saw it with soccer. The big corruption. It went all the way to the top. It went to the referees. Players had fixed games. Referees had fixed games. The legal at the top had fixed games. You, oh, you can't? You don't think Dana White and the UFC could have fucking had some involvement with the commission? So what's the... So you don't think once that judge is picked that no one from the UFC could get to him and pay him off? What do you think? They assigned him that morning? I'm just asking. You really don't think Cowboy could last a minute with McGregor? So Kurt wants to know. Kurt says you don't really think Cowboy can last 45 seconds with McGregor then. Listen, man, I'm not saying he can. I'm, listen, if he, they fight again, maybe he's going to go three rounds. I don't know. But listen, look at – okay. Is it fair to say that you just went into that fight – Saying no matter what happens here, I'm not going to believe it's okay, fixed. So are, you, are, you, are you guys are you guys sitting here saying telling me that Matt Sarah and GSP was fixed? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't I'd have think to go so. Matt knocking out George St. Pierre. Well, no, no, the Mad Lab stop. Let flash knockouts happen. Juan Adams yeah, that got wasn't knocked a flash. out. That's that wasn't not, an we're not Aldo talking about flash knockout. That was shoulder strikes. <laughs> Um, Ask Mike, how many all times seen you've seen a fighter Cyborg lose because of shoulder strikes? What we're telling you is we predicted it was going to be fixed before the fight. The fight in the pre-fight, the interviews, the interviews looked like fucking Cerrone was paid off. We all said this would be the perfect scenario. You even said, you said on our podcast, McGregor needs to have a spectacular finish. If he has a five-round grinder out, He's, he's done. No one's going to be excited about him. Has to be spectacular. Went in, shoulder struck him three times. For the first <laughs> time in UFC history, someone got damaged like from shoulder a, strikes. A fire then hit him with a half building. a head kick that caught him, knocked him to the ground. And then the toughest guy, one of the toughest guys, maybe in the history of the UFC, Donald Cerrone, curled up in the fetal position for fucking 30 seconds. Yes. Cerrone is one of Bro, the toughest. He took every fight on he short took, notice. Takes every he fight, fight anyone he asked. Fought anyone that asked him to. Took it on short notice. But no, no. We know he's chinny, but he doesn't quit. He quit. I think it makes more sense that for McGregor to fight a guy coming off a two-fight losing streak who just got beat up by the guy who called out McGregor for the UFC to say, hey, cowboy, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you this fight. You don't deserve this fight. Your career makes you deserve it because you deserve that big payday. But you just lost your last two fights, and now you're going to fight McGregor when the guy that beat you wants to fight McGregor. So what we're going to do is you're worried about your kid. 
You're going to go in there, take a fucking dive, make them look great. We're going to give you an extra $5 million get a fight on top bonus? of whatever you're going to get paid. Did they get a bonus? And you're going to... F- no, no, you can't. Well, get a bonus not that we that. know of. Out of the mix because he's going to lose. He's not making it to the beep. He's going to lose. That's right. Right. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's Heard said no. <laughs> 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 is the guy who the UFC is going to get behind and make him a star. Style Bender. McGregor. Style Bender. Correct. Ben said GSP. Ben said, What's a style bender? Well, we'll see how that fight goes. Well, maybe Romero's in on the fix. Yeah, this is his last fight, too, probably. Romero's on his way out. Maybe he's getting paid to fucking lose to Stylebender. Are you kidding me, dude? I just told you Are that you Cerrone... My, Mad Lab, my biggest MMA single round bet... <laughs> my biggest single round bet of my life was McGregor first round knockout. Mike, Mike, you're talking about people in Hollywood who have five hundred million dollars who still make albums. Not even a question. There's no rhyme or reason. I think that's one of the stupidest fights for the UFC to sign for this kid against Yoel Romero. I think it's ridiculous. So would you agree? You would you agree that if Adesanya goes out there and starches Romero in the first round, that there's some shadiness going on across the board? In the first round. First round knockout. I will tell you this right now. Here we go. All right, yeah, tell me what it is. If he starts, first of all, I don't know if you, you ever heard interviews about Yoel Romero that people say... Oh, he's got an iron head. They hurt their hand. Him, they hurt right, yes, yes. Okay, so if he knocks him out in the first round, I honestly will have no other conclusion and to say, this, first of all, Salvender doesn't hit hard. He's right, hard. yeah, he's not a knockout guy. No, he's not. So if he knocks him out in the first round, then I would say he, he, he allowed to die. Okay, oh, so so therefore, I just oh, want to wow. set up a possibility. Wow. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but therefore, all right, no, oh, hold on, on hold on. I just want to say, therefore, what you're saying then, and it's fair. And, and listen, it's not going to happen, right? But if it does, if then I, then I would say to you something very fishy just went on there. All right, and okay. uh, no, you would say he took a dive. You don't change. You're changing it. Oh no, we know, we know, hundred percent, hundred percent. If Adesanya knocks out Yoel Romero in the first round or two, then it's confirmed that Cerrone took a dive too. Well, I mean, for, all right, first round. If if Romero gets knocked out, if Romero get, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, shit, shit. If Romero gets knocked out in the first round by the transitive property, you have to admit that fight was fixed, and then you also have to admit Cerrone fight was Whoa. fixed, and all of MMA is Whoa. fixed, and now and, and then you have to admit all of <laughs> MMA is fixed. It's and your WWE. whole career in your sport is a fucking turning into a your fucking whole job farce. is now a farce. Your whole job is a farce. Oh, you're fucking out of here. Right. All right, Mad Lab. We love you. <laughs> go go lift go lift some metal plates. We, did you go to gym today? Did you get to go pumping? But Ben, do you have a question for Mad Lab? No, I'm good. <laughs> Ben's never watched the UFC fight. You know that. Oh, you want to hear the craziest <laughs> thing, Mad Lab? You'll think you'll think this is crazy. <laughs> ben is never it would not never, but doesn't look at his shit after he shits. 
No, he looks at the toilet paper. But like you know when you take when you take it. Yeah. <laughs> Who breaks down the wipe like that? Yeah, he's breaking down. He's giving analytics. Ask him about spitting in the urine. Do you do you look at your do you go. look at your shit after you shit? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you always look at it like after you shit? Yeah, we all you said yes. To. Ben said no. He doesn't look at his shit after he shits. Let me tell you something. Yes, it does. Let me tell you something. Yes, it does. Isn't it crazy they test the shit of dogs but not of humans? I actually fucking just do it for visual. Like, my shit looks different. It it doesn't phase me at all. But uh, the other thing thing that we were talking about, Mad Lab, uh, Kurt made a comment that every time he pees in a urinal, urinal, he spits in it. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) What? What do you mean? <laughs> why do you spit in a pit? You're a... See, I don't know why either. Do you spit normally? No. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, why? You just see a urinal and it just makes you want to spit? Bro. Really? Kurt does that all the time. Me and Bob thought he was fucking nuts and Ben agreed with him. Ben's the only one with frozen body parts in his freezer, though. Do you have any of those? <laughs> what do you mean, like, really like he's a serial killer because he doesn't look at his shit. Or smell farts. Or smell farts. Oh, do you like smelling your Depends own farts? what time of the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it depend what time of the day it is? Morning? Car in the wintertime. I said oh, yeah, I, said I hold good. farts in when I go tanning so I could fucking <laughs> fart in the tanning bed. Fucking what? Dutch oven myself. Oh, yeah. The fan pushes it right into your face, right? And it, and it heats it up and makes it all smelly. Amazing. Would you take a shit in a tanning bed if you could just to smell it the whole time? Hey, would you look at it? Would you look at it? I don't think I wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Get the fuck out of here. We'll talk to you later. Are you guys sure uh, that I'm not the one listening to a bunch of serial killers? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for the record, the poll, 226 votes. 71% spit in the urinal, 29 That's do not. I, I, this is unbelievable. This is one of the most <laughs> shocking polls I've ever... It's just, this is unbelievable. <laughs> like, uh, unbelievable. I did Mad Lab Snap called yes. Ben yes. even said yes, right, Ben? Yeah. I mean, like, Bobby... We're in the minority. I just go pee in a urinal. I don't even fucking like. Last, I mean, I get. I tell you what, I guarantee you, the next couple times I use the urinal, that's the first thing I'm going to think about. I'm going to yep, spit in it. That's all too. you're going to think about now when you go to the urinal. And I'm not a good spitter, so I'm going to end up spitting on somebody, and he's going to like. Punch Should we me. end this with a quick call to Danny? I know we're at two and a half. Should oh we my just god, we're going to go to three if we do that. Should, I, mean, I mean, I'll, I'll talk you got to cut him off then. I love Danny. Should we end it with a quick call yeah. to Danny? Tom, this call isn't going to echo though, right? You're holding it. Yeah, it's going to push us over three hours. No, we got to go five minutes. We got to tell him five minutes and done, and then we're out of here. What are we asking him? Just uh, if he no, looks at his shit? It. Can you ask wing. your uncle if yeah. you look at your shit? Okay. Let's just ask him. Let's see. <laughs> see if he tries to steal the Danny, you're on the No Mercy podcast with half your family and a serial killer. <laughs> half my family and a serial killer. Yeah, Ben's a serial killer, and me, Kurt, and Bobby are all your nephews. So um, you're on the podcast. I don't know. Ben is a serial killer. <laughs> He's a serial killer. I'm at softball practice. Yes. You're at softball practice? How's that going? It's going great. It's going great? Good. So we have a couple questions for you. Uh, um, one, 
the first thing I would. I don't know if I like Ben or not. No, you do. He's the fourth guy on the podcast, Danny. You listen to it all the sure, time. Are you sure I like him? Yes, you like Ben. You better like him, or else he's going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I never Can I add Danny to my hit list? Well, <laughs> yeah, Bobby wants Danny. to know if he can add you to the hit list. <laughs> so you can't hear you can't hear Bobby and Kurt or Ben. So I'm speaking for them, but they can hear you. So, Danny, when you take a shit, do you look at your <laughs> shit when you're done? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? Not sometimes? every time? Sometimes? Okay. No. Just playing How both often? Sides. What percentage would you say? I really couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Okay, so you're a serial killer. Um, do you... S- well, you're supposed to, though. Yeah, you're supposed to, right? We all do. I do, I do it just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, I don't other do pe- it for medical yeah, reasons. Yeah, other people do it for medical reasons. I just like I like to see it. what's coming out of my body. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a surprise for me. Um... Do you spit when you go to a urinal? Do you spit in the urinal? What? No, right? How am I the only weird one in the family? So me and Bobby... What? I try spitting in the urinal? He called you a fag, Kurt. Is this like when you tap your foot under the stall? Yeah, okay. it's, like, it's like the uh, like the truck stop, like the foot so under the stall. So seventy percent of our listeners are all uh, a little. Uh... And guess what? Who who do you no, think I do the it two when of no one's all there. of us who said they spit in the urinal? Mad Lab and Kurt were the two that said they spit in the urinal every time. Well, Mad Lab, who I love, and I'm afraid he's gonna kick my ass, but you know, Tom, you root for the Niners, right? Bad Super Bowl for him. Right, the gay gay pride city. Yep, totally. Shit on the ground. Love, they love anal up there. Yeah. They, those are the type yeah, of guys that would spit farts. in urinals and look left, right, Danny? They spit in the other person's urinals. They're quick, right? Like, you know, they ask you, like, oh, what kind of watch is that as you're holding your cack? <laughs> spit in the other guy's urinal? I agree. So the spit in your curtain Mad Lab said every single time they go to a urinal to pee that they spit in the urinal. Like, no. I mean, that's fucking weird, right? Me and Bobby thought they were nuts, and Ben actually does it sometimes too. That's actually, that's actually a pickup sign. Is it? Is it a signal in the gay community? If, if you go to the truck stops, <laughs> um, somebody who, somebody who How do you spit know in the this? urinal before and say, we used to call we used to call kids urinal spitters. <laughs> Kurt's an old urine old urinal spitter. Uh, Why does we he just, know that's even a thing. I don't know. Yeah, Danny, how do you know that? You're a yeah. truck driver, actually, so <laughs> yeah, that Danny's worries me a little bit. Do you know that? I, I, I'm a former truck driver, and I know the way people act. Uh huh. How well? How I know the way people. Oh, is that all it is? <laughs> so, yeah. You 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 a urinal spitter, Danny, and you're just hiding it, or what? Kurt asked me if it was okay. He's like, are we allowed to ask our uncle about shitting in urinals before he comes on? What do you think? Shitting in urinals. Do you think this is appropriate conversation for your nephews to be Well, now you got to ask him about farts and then cut him off without him knowing. No problem with it, but I think it's kind of stupid if you're on a podcast. Okay, so let me ask you a real question. Yeah, so you think think we're not going to get famous like this? <laughs> what about what about what about smelling your own farts? We had a whole conversation about that. Do you enjoy that? Do you do that ever? Okay. Right. You know if you need to clear the room or not. Yeah, you know not to do it in a room full of people. Right. So that's proper etiquette. 
Okay, so you that's got research. so that's just that's just that's almost like a health check, a wellness check, right? That's, that's just proper. Right, like let me see, like if my farts are really stinking tonight, then I may need to walk outside. Yeah, if, outside if I'm dropping SBDs all over the place, yeah. yeah I do that too, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Sometimes yeah. my farts smell like dead rats, <laughs> but yeah. um, so on a real real topic here, Danny, we talked about Kobe and the death of Kobe. And we built a whole conspiracy possibility around it. Most of us are on board that he could have been whacked by the uh, the elite African-American bully Illuminati society uh, for turning to Jesus and all that kind of stuff. What's your take on Kobe's death? Was he murdered or was it a, a coincidence, an accident? It was an absolute, absolute mistake by the pilot to be flying in that weather. Yep. No, he was not murdered. Okay, so you're yep. wrong. Uh, if, you guys, um, if you guys all agree that he's murdered... And really, this podcast needs to end. Okay, so we do. So, so last we'll episode. This will be the last episode. Well, not me. I'm at 5%. This will be the last episode. Well, I mean, Danny, luckily, luckily, go on. Are you drinking? I mean, I'm always drinking. Well, stop drinking because that's an absolute horrible You sound person. sad. You sound sad. You have, I hear sadness in your voice. Yeah, because I like Kobe. Oh, so then it can't be murdered? Because no, you like him? Is that a new rule? If Danny likes someone, they can't be murdered? No, because of the whole predicament, the, the uh, flying, the fog, mm-hmm. the low melt. Do you realize what you have to do? Do you realize what you have to do to crash into a hill? Like, I can run over a hill. Okay. What about uh? What about McGregor? Did McGregor Cerrone fight? Did you watch that a couple weeks ago? Was yeah. Abs- oh wow! Absolutely fixed. Nice, Danny. Give him one celebrity death and then right. cut him off. All last night was fixed, hundred percent. Uh, yes, Kurt. Kurt wants to know. We just did a celebrity death pool, Danny, where me, Ben, and Bob and Kurt gave our next celebrities to get whacked. Um, so who do you think the Clintons or the Illuminati or the big bosses, who do you have as one of your next celebrities to get whacked? Who do you think? Oh, you think Bill, Bill Clinton's Clinton. getting whacked? Bill Clinton's in the pool. Really? You know what? Honestly, he's not that far off here, guys, because all mm-hmm. our reaction was crazy. Dude, he may be, he may be right here, Bob. All right, he, that's a good one. Because you can yeah, always, and they yeah, may, can always, he's a loose cannon dude. He does say a lot of dumb shit, and they kept they keep him quiet now. They keep him muzzled up. Damn! Like when he was on the campaign trail for Hillary, he was hurting more than what? Yeah, he'd count. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd pre- I'd prefer if you picked someone who was under a hundred years old, like Bill and Bernie. Who did you say? But give me a younger one. Give me give me give me someone else you think might get whacked. We got a long list here. You want to hear the list? You want to hear the list that me we came up with? Oh, oh, Kane. It's not Will Kane. I know he's Kane. talking about Not Will Kane. Yeah, I think someone... Danny's chasing natural cause deaths right yeah, now. A lot of people are, are getting really freaking angry with that. Yeah. James Woods is a good one. Yeah. Roseanne Barr. James Woods. Roseanne Barr. Dean Kane. Dean, Dean Kane. Kane. Dean Kane. Dean Kane, yes. Oh, James yeah. Woods. That's a good one. James Woods. Mark me down <laughs> for James Woods. <laughs> what? Yeah, James Woods is back, too. Yeah. He may die. Yeah. They can't stand them. So we are here, Danny. You want to know who mine is? Mine was Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. He's gonna get because he's coming out with the fucking rape documentary next month. Yeah, but he might have fallen 
Stones, Keith mm-hmm. Richards. Yeah. Every time you think they were gonna they were gonna die like thirty years ago. Right. Like everyone around him died. Except and him. Nobody else but him. He's the only one left. That is yeah. true. So, one of his friends did go. die. All right. Well, Danny, that was a great com- uh, contribution to the show. We appreciated your picking up our phone well, call. I, was, well, I don't think it was that funny, but who's that serial killer on the show? That's bad. Oh, Danny, you listen to all the episodes. Him. You know that. <laughs> 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 I just took a ball off my finger. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you throwing batting practice? Yeah, uh, throwing batting practice and a foul ball came to me. I tried to catch it while I was talking. Has, what's, your, has your, what's your team's record? Champions. Oh yeah, with their coach on the awesome. phone for thirty minutes. Yeah, we're real good. Yeah, all right. Jesus Christ! Danny, you don't get to come on my podcast and start yep. fucking begging for That's money. That's where you gotta cut him. There it is. No, you should you pick a longer. A you should out? pick a longer website. www.poconopridefastpitch.com <laughs> 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 All right, Danny, just give us the name of the website one more time. Bye, Danny. All right, I hung up on him. We call that the Danny Cut. The Danny, old Danny Cut. Nice We're going to do it every hold episode on. and see if he catches on. No. Yo, you know so, yo, hold on. I got this. Do it to him again. No, I didn't hang up on you. We got disconnected. Do it I to literally hit the button. I wasn't hanging. We got disconnected. Give me the website again. I literally got disconnected. No, I'm not giving you the website again. <laughs> what do you mean? Anybody that has money, I got a bunch of money. Bye, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's calling again. No, he's I'm not. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to let him ring. Yeah, I'm sorry. We got a show to do. I'll call you back, Danny. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate you. Yeah, so we're not going <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> let's uh, let's get out of here. What uh, final words, Ben? Uh, it's really surprising that I found out today that there are other people who stare at their shit after every time they go. Bro, to the Danny's bathroom. calling me now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Bobby, final words. Uh, go check out those Kobe children books. They're interesting. They're weird. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, so what were they? He wrote them? Uh, he co-wrote them uh, with some people, and then he was writing a third children's book with, this, with the guy who wrote The Alchemist. So that's interesting. And right before he died. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Kurt. The uh, thing that's annoying me lately is stars. I don't fully understand <laughs> them. They're billions and hundreds of light years away. They all vary by so much. So how do they all look like the same exact size when you look up? All right, and that'll be it for the show today, guys. I am Tommy G. Yeah, my own podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check out this. I'll discuss stars. Jesus, shit's going crazy. (laughs) Phones are ringing. Everything's off the fucking rails. Uh, Go follow us on Twitter, at NoMercyPod. Instagram, at NoMercyPod. Follow all of us on Twitter, Ben, Bobby, me, Kurt. I'm not even going to give the handles. We'll just get the fuck out of here. Two hours and 40 minutes. We have a new record, ladies and gentlemen. We said we're going to keep the pods tight and short, and this is our longest pod to date. Hope you enjoyed it. Go sign up at Elite Sports Betting, Elite Fantasy, and FantasyGuru.com. I am Tommy G. Good luck, and stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. 